Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. James Bond season. Be fair warned, we discuss these movies in depth. So spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Uh, I am Blaine. Nice to be here, if anyone's asking. As always, I am joined by my great friends and co-hosts, Corey. Corey, how are you? It's me. I'm here and um, playing with some lights right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lights. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, what is it? Carolyn? 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 Carolyn, she's small. That is a small lady. She was a child. No, 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 I think he's talking Carol about Ann. the woman oh. saying Carolyn. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she was a small lady. Uh, her name is not coming <laughs> to me, but there was one point. Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> yes, there it is. Zelda Rubenstein. Uh, I think her name, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tangina? In the, in the movie? I think her film? name's Tangina. She's just gone with Zelda Rubenstein. That works. Beautiful. That works. Great. Tangina sounds like uh, some cookware. Sounds like a part of a vagina. Oh, no, no, the Tangina part. No, no, no. This is the Tangina. I'm making chicken Tangina tonight. Oh, it does. Sound oh, like a well, well, that makes more sense. Tangina is a thing. I guarantee I probably have said this on this podcast before, but there is a scene in Poltergeist Three. That is the best out of context scene you'll ever eyewitness, and it's Tangina is pouring a cup of coffee, and her fr- and it starts to overflow, and her friend goes, "Tangina, your coffee," and she she puts the coffee down. And she goes, "He's back," and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> it it's truly Maxwell. makes me laugh. <laughs> it's his house. It's clear. It's clear. That's- yeah, that's a coffee joke. Also, in addition to Corey, you've just heard his voice. I'm also joined by Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing? Hey, Blaine, how's it going? It's good. My genus Tan. <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I had good, to look it up. Good. Confirmed her name is Tan Genus, so that is a solid, hey. a solid recall. Listen, Sharky's Revenge and Tangina, the brain's still working. Is it all one word or is it's she like, one, one hey, word? Tangina. That's, that's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's Tangina, you know? She looks good. Yeah. She's been sitting out in the sun for a while. Not my sister, Gina. Tangina. Tangina. Not pale Gina. Tangina. I feel like I was, there was something about Joe Beth Williams recently. That's really bugging me that I can't think of why she was she was she was she was in the culture. There was something a story oh, about Oh she died. Uh no did she? No. No. No, she's alive. <laughs> I'm gonna feel really bad if she did. <laughs> really I almost got me. You uh, know what I'm gonna feel even worse about? If by the time this episode releases, she has died. <laughs> just feel... like the queen. Yeah. She's I don't want this. She's too. currently alive and well. She's okay. Good. <laughs> good. It's good to hear. Great I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, it was topical. Warms my heart. Yep. Can well, I tell you what it was, ladies. <laughs> oh, what? Who knows? Maybe she. Uh, I think she released a new flavor of popcorn. Which is? I don't know. 
I was hoping there was a strong punch. God, I was really yeah. waiting for it. I didn't have one. Sorry. That's okay. I thought maybe one of you guys would have added on, but uh, I, I you disappoint me. No. What was but the name? Anyways, of the, what's the name of the mon- the creature from Poltergeist? Isn't it's name of a name? Or am uh, I thinking of the Poltergeist? I'm thinking of Exorcist. He's got a name. It's got a name in Exorcist. It does have a name. Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> yeah, the thing is pronounced Ra's al Ghul. Oh, excuse us. Yeah. By the way, I'm a real Frankenstein's monster kind of guy. That's me. You would be. Mm -hmm. We know. Um, You would be. I just want to point out when Corey said, What's the the monster and poltergeist? Blaine did respond with poltergeist, which made me laugh very hard. Bill. Yeah. His name is Bill. His name is Ed Poltergeist. <laughs> Ed Poltergeist. <laughs> uh, oh, Ed. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Pazuzu. We are Yes. Okay. Yes. We are continuing on <laughs> with our James Bond season. We are now on our what is this? The twenty sixth. James Bond movie we've watched of 27, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the home stretch, as they say. And tonight, we will be watching and reviewing the one that started it all. We are watching 1962's Dr. No, the first James Bond movie ever. You can't tell. You can't tell by watching it. This is it. This is the, uh, the numero uno. Mm-hmm. But... Will it be numero uno in our ranking? <laughs> Wait and see. That was a good. That was a good fold back. Well, very a good. Fold, a fold back. Is that what that's called? That's, that's a new Listen. creation of Andrews for sure. <laughs> we call that a fold back. That's what you call a uncircumcised penis. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> the classic. The classic method of calling something that you do its name. <laughs> It's uh, basically like a reverse Benjamin Button. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> A.K.A. No. normal person. Just a normal human life. <laughs> now that is a callback. <laughs> is something? A foldback. Yeah, it's a foldback. Yeah, that's a real foldback. Fold now, would a foldback be something that happens instantaneous callback? Is that what a foldback would be? You call back something you just said a second before. <laughs> um. Yes, and... Good observation. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. You're classically trained. Yes. <laughs> Real improper there. Yeah. Uh, hey. Just keep in time. Just keep in time, guys. <laughs> Let's check these levels. But yes. Let's check these levels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. 1962's Dr. No, the first Bond movie in Eon Productions, the one that started it all. Directed by Terrence Young, uh, starring Sean Connery and Sean Connery's first outing. Uh, this again, this is this is what started it all, guys. If this movie wouldn't have worked, we would have had this whole franchise. And I'm glad it worked. Mm. It was one million dollar budget, made about sixty million. Nice. Um, so it's pretty good for a start. And obviously, they were like, "Yep." Yeah, Greenlight the sequels and from Russia with Love came out the next year. Not so, to yeah. not to get too far ahead, but I wonder how much Ken Adam was given because 
Damn. He should have been I, given all of it. Yeah, if he was not given eight hundred thousand of it, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how he did he, what he did. With <laughs> well, I know for a fact, based on watching the inside making of documentary of the movie, that he was given a hundred thousand dollars to make the radiation room the big set at the end okay wow. sure sure yeah. and we'll talk about that as we get there but uh to jump things off i'm just going to read the imdb overview and then we'll get into our initial reactions and then go into the actual breakdown of the episode and then we'll get to our scores and our awards and see where this bad boy comes out in our overall list so according to imdb Dr. No is about a resourceful British government agent who seeks answers in a case involving the disappearance of a colleague and the disruption of the American space program. Is that what you guys understood this movie to be? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, I giggled before you started because I didn't read this and... Yeah, that's not what I thought this movie was about, so that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, particularly the last portion of this. The, the space program? Yeah, I didn't realize that that was his overall plot. So, all right. They hmm. do say that in the beginning, though. They Really? Yeah. Where M and Bond are talking about it. It's Oh, that scene. In passing. I'm sorry. Yes. The uh, most exciting scene in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have learned to 1000% pick up on those because they give you so much exposition and the most meaningless scenes sometimes in the M scenes. So I don't really care too much about it, but they say everything about the movie that I've had to rewind and go, okay, pay, pay attention. All right. Well, now I know from now on, I'll start paying attention to those <laughs> scenes. From now on. <laughs> yeah. From now on, yep. we have one more movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so just to jump it off, let's go around the room and get our initial reactions. Two thumbs up, one thumbs up, two thumbs down. I don't know. What do you got? Corey, what are you thinking, man? Um, I want to like this movie more than I did. And it's one that I, I, I think, I again, I think I said last time that I listed that as a movie that I've seen. I've not seen this movie. <laughs> I, I, I truly in my head thought I'd seen it. I think maybe I was mixing it with From Rush With Love, a movie that I had seen a, most of before this podcast but this movie the only thing i think i'd seen was the ursula andrus scene <laughs> probably it so mm-hmm. it's very very famous uh, I, there were parts i like of course but um overall i think i'm a one thumbs down on this one all right yeah one thumb down from Corey andrew where are you at listen i uh i think this movie is well made I think uh, everybody does an okay job in it. Is this movie exciting? Absolutely not. No. Uh, and I've never seen it before. And I, you know, I don't want to give too much away. This might be the last time I see this movie. So I'm going to give it also one thumb down. Okay. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I myself am going to give it one thumb up. Oh, I was in suspense for a moment. I I thought I wanted to to drag you along a little bit, mm-hmm. but no, uh, yeah, it's not my favorite by far. A little boring, but there's a couple moments that redeem it for me. 
above that thumb threshold. And we'll talk about it as we get there. But one thumb up It breaks the thumb threshold. It breaks the thumb threshold. It took us 26 movies to get to thumb threshold, and that's sticking. Yep. Sticking right in there, right where the thumbs belong. Smell them. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wanted to just stay silent and see how long you went. Yeah, I I, I was going to let you just have it. Dead air. (laughs) Smell your thumbs. I would have kept going. Uh, I'm glad you said something because it could have gotten really, (laughs) really, really dark. No, I do appreciate it, Corey. That's less editing I have to do. Thank you for chiming in. Okay, so we got our initial reaction. So let's just start breaking this thing down. Uh, go through it scene by scene as we always do and then uh, go from there so we open with our first gun barrel scene and this is obviously again not Sean Connery this person is probably like a foot shorter I believe his name is Bob Simmons Bob Simmons who's a stunt stunt double mm-hmm. uh, but what I did learn watching the behind the scenes is that they actually filmed this gun barrel scene through an actual gun barrel using a a pinhole camera. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but well, okay. Hey, that's never that, that's realism. I'll give isn't you that. that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is actually crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But this guy has the worst turn and shoot yeah. of them all. I think he's our yeah. I think he's definitively the worst. He does a big old hop. Like and that's playing fucking hopscotch. Mm-hmm. The hat is a huge whiff for me, but we've said that for all of we them. have, we have. Yeah, they said. I think it was. I don't know. Remember when Sean started doing it? I think it might have been Thunderball. I think he did. I, the first three was Bob Simmons. I think so. it's when they switched to a different type of film, which was CinemaScope. That they finally made. Where they Sean were like, do it. "Oh, you'll be able to tell in this sort of like." HD of the time that that's not Sean. Mm-hmm. When we could tell, yeah, we could tell it wasn't Sean. I'm pretty yeah. sure they could tell in the six in the early sixties. They're probably like, that didn't yeah. look like this guy's four foot eight. <laughs> you know, one thing I, I was gonna say, one thing I kept saying to myself during this movie is, were the audiences in 1962 mind blown by things that were going on in this movie? That's what I was trying to figure out. Probably. Okay, I was just. Because, like, when this starts, where they're like, that is the coolest fucking opening I've ever seen in a movie. Look at that. Honey. Honey. Blood is coming the down from the screen. Blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, it's blood. <laughs> so, from there, we go, unlike all the other Bond movies, we do not have a pre-title sequence. We go right into the opening song and titles, mm-hmm. um, which from what I've heard off mic, are divisive for some of my co-hosts. We will get into that later when we give our scores for the song and opening titles, but this is the first time we hear the Bond theme, the classic Bond music. Very true. Um, But what that translates into scores, we will see. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. I don't know why Corey is so divided on this, but... We'll have to. I'm out. I'm just I'm divided with myself. <laughs> Listen, I'm divided. I am divided because there's three different 
tunes that happen in this. In this hey. So yeah, I'm divided on that aspect for wrong. sure. For sure. <laughs> I don't know who planned this. It was, actually, I do know who planned it, but don't know why he did. John, I what were you thinking? <laughs> no, it was Richard uh... Linkletter. All right, yes, John yeah. was not fully in charge yet, but he's still like the orchestra's still there. Oh well, yeah, I'm talking about the 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 actual imagery because that's oh, okay. three different things too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is something else <laughs> as well. So from there, we go into our opening scene, which is three blind guys walking through Jamaica. Uh, we then have those same guys, or we cut to a group of white guys. <laughs> just playing what bridge i think well, oh, and what i'm guessing is an all-white club they're part it of it looks like an all-white club <laughs> there in yeah. jamaica yeah and jamaica until 1962 was a british colony so i'm not surprised to see all these british fuckers gallivanting around down there yeah uh, mm-hmm. so they're playing bridge and just kind of chit-chatting one of the guys gets up leaves the group and then gets assassinated by the blind guys who believe it or not, are not blind. Yeah, biggest shock of this movie. Not gonna lie, this was a uh <laughs> this is kind of just a like a cold blooded murder. They just shot this dude down as he's getting to his car. Yep. No joke. The next I mean these first two murders were like, oh well, yeah, <laughs> they are starting off uh dark. Yeah. Uh so they kill him, stuff him into a car, drive away, and then we see a woman operating a radio we so we cut to a different location. A, a, a woman is operating a radio, and then she turns. She also gets assassinated. Blood everywhere. Not well, something you see. We'll say. I don't know if they had the money to research what real blood looks like, because that was bright red paint. No, no, no. The yeah, reddest was, of paints I've ever seen. It was. Yeah. Listen, I was on board for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> blood color aside. Yeah. It's there. She gets killed. It's the blind guys again. They haul her body off and then go dig through a file, throw the file down. It says, Dr. No. Mm-hmm. And then that is how we start the movie. And, and honestly, I would have preferred that before the the titles. I think it would have fit better. It would have. Agreed. They, just, they, didn't, they hadn't figured it out yet. No, they are still working on it. I would also like to point out, for those of you who are listening to our show and never watched the movie, uh, what I realized in this first sequence is this is going to be a movie where they let the scene really breathe. For some reason, in these older movies, they let a scene play out for a lot longer than it probably should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Because um, doesn't it... Cut to the giant room full of telephone operators. And... Well, yeah, right after, right yeah. after she's dead. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. arguably a scene that we didn't need to. <laughs> no. Telephone uh, operators. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need that. I would argue there's a couple. There's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. very next scene after this woman's murdered is a scene of switchboard operators. Uh, so that woman who was operating the radio was connected into London, MI6. So that's a just a base down there. Uh, and then they noticed her radio connection went silent. So they alert MI6 that, hey, the Jamaica house is mm-hmm. compromised. Something went down. Uh, 
so they let MI6 know, and then they're like, hey, we need to get, we need to notify so-and-so to get on the case. So-and-so ends up being <laughs> Bond. So yep. from from the radio operation room, we're taken to a club, casino, hotel, kind of, where places where Bond always fucking is. Yeah, it, it could either be a restaurant or a casino. Or Not very clear. Whatever, whatever yeah. it is, they have Baccarat. <laughs> yeah, so oh, yes, someone, they do. someone is sent to, to notify James Bond, hey, you need to come to MI6. We got something to talk about. And uh, this is where we're introduced to James Bond for the first time. There's a Baccarat game going on, obviously. Uh, there's a to, to my chagrin, that's for yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. There's a beautiful woman. Uh, she's losing. We don't know. But Bond is unseen at this moment, which I like. Yeah. They, they You, you yeah. hear his voice. You see his hands. You don't see his face until the woman introduces herself and says, what's your name? And we get the most, probably, I'd say top five most iconic lines in cinema. Yeah. Easily. Memorable. Easily. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is where he gets Bond, James Bond. <laughs> yes. And he nails it. He honestly. looks nails it. He looks as good as he's, I mean, he looks crisp. He, oh, yeah. This is crisp Sean Connery. Has a cigarette in his fucking mouth. <laughs> Nails the intro. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best Bond James that Bond. That frame, just the frame of him is, prob- is, is probably it's, one of the yeah. most popular still frames of anything. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably... It's, it's fucking iconic. Yeah. And you can, you can feel it. You can... F- I don't know. I don't know if... I Just because we've watched so many, and I know this is the first moment, but it feels significant. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Well, yeah. Everything wants to be that moment from now on. You know, yeah. uh, you know every movie that uh, precedes it. So and, yeah, and, and I think y'all were talking about yeah. off air, but his suiting in this movie, starting with his tuxedo, is pretty strong. He is tailored. He looks good. Yeah, yeah. from head to toe, he is looking great in this looking movie. Fantastic. And I'd probably say this is what the most iconic scene, only next to uh, when Timothy Dalton's introduced in The Living Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's still Second. a pretty good introduction. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's a wild introduction. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bond, he, he's winning back out. We're introduced to him. He uh, leaves the table after he gets this message. He has a little back and forth with the woman whose name was Sylvia Trench. Love that. Uh, Speaking of great drag names. Oh, yeah. It's That's a great good. drag name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this actress... I was watching the behind the scenes again mm-hmm. and some other reading up on this. Her voice was dubbed in the movie Wish by the same, the same person who dubbed Ursula Anders' voice. Oh, uh, really? Good. Yes, the, Good. The, the, the same person. Oh, I, I guess I can see where this movie only cost a million dollars. And her name was uh, Nikki Vandersill. Uh, but wow. I watched the the preview of the movie. Yeah. The actual, and they used a different voice. The actress was just using her normal British voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just seems strange. I don't know why they decided to poor lady to ADR. Which I just I just think reshoots are so expensive. I mean, I think for a lot of those, they just this is the cheaper route. 
I guess. Fuck it. Let's put a secretary in the recording booth. Let her do I both guess voices. So. Um, uh, but yeah, they have some tete a tete. They flirt. Uh, Bond is macking on her. He's spitting some good game. Vice, you know, trying to doing trying his to, Bond trying shit. Trying to set some sex up for later. But being uh, slightly gentleman like, he wasn't even. He was like, honestly, yeah, not even right now. We'll we'll talk tomorrow. Honestly, this is his least aggressive. Yeah, I of mean, the Conneries. Yeah, least aggressive sexually. Still has got a little uh, bit in there. He's got a little edge. Oh, but, he's for yeah. sure sexist. But he's not slapping and judo throwing bitches. No, no, no. no. I uh, mean, the misogyny's there, but at least he's not uh, choking girls out or pushing them in the face. Right. Yeah. Uh, he right, really no. wants to to a certain girl later, though. Practices yeah. practices more restraint than I think he was capable of. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a move like that from my grandfather once. On you, yeah. <laughs> on me. <laughs> uh, so from there we go to MI6. Yes, Bond shows up. This is our first meeting with Lois Maxwell, Miss Money Penny. We of course see the hat throw. Mm-hmm. Nails it. Of course. He, uh, Bond and Money Penny have. A genuine back and forth here. Good chemistry. And they both looked amazing. They look great. Lois yeah. looks, I don't know, after this, she just aged 100 years. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she What's did do it for the next. <laughs> 100 years. The next 20 some it's odd like years 20 she years, did it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> cut her a little no, bit. She, <laughs> look, she looks great here. Uh, their back and forth is really good. Did you hear uh, her backstory for getting this part? I did, yeah. That was pretty fun. Corey, did you listen at all to that? No. Apparently, she was offered the role of uh, Sylvia Trench, and she was like, I don't want to play that part. She goes, can I just play the secretary? And she had a job for 20 fucking years. Yeah, that worked <laughs> Good out. Good for her. Yeah. And so- actually, she wasn't going to be Sylvia. She was going to be Miss uh, Tarot? Oh yeah, the um, the, oh, oh, the not so the not Ms. so Asian Tara. woman. Yeah, the yeah. yellow faced white woman. <laughs> you know what? If you could describe this movie as one thing, it'd be uh, the not so Asian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Because <laughs> there's right. a lot of descriptions that fit that. Yeah. There are at least three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least. Okay, so Bond is at MI6. He goes in, talks with M. Uh, they talk about the individual who got killed down in jamaica which was the mi6 field head down in jamaica strangways was his name i like his name too they say it a lot strangways it's not strangways mm-hmm. it sounds it's a cool sounding it, name it sounds interesting it's good uh so they talk about strangways and what you know what was going on and then m kind of gets into he just brings up all of a sudden, I can't remember what he calls it, but the process of interrupting or throwing off toppling? a toppling, yeah. using radio frequencies or lasers to throw off the trajectory of a rocket that's being launched, I causing see. them to go off haywire, which ultimately ends up being the whole bad guy plot of this movie. I probably uh, should have paid more attention to that. Like I said, going forward, I will, but <laughs> go. I missed all that. But even when M <laughs> brings it up, James 
is so unsure. He's like, uh, I think I know what that means. And then <laughs> it explains it exactly what it is. Explains though. it exactly <laughs> perfectly. I uh, think so. I think I know what that is. Yes. It gives uh, the fucking encyclopedia <laughs> definition, definition of everything. Top link. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, it, Bond. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so M's like, all right, you need to go down to Jamaica, figure out what happened to Strangways, and then do some investigation. So that's what M does. He orders him to go down there, but before he leaves, we have Boothroyd, yeah. which is not played by Desmond Llewellyn no. in this instance. It was actually played by kind of an asshole yeah yeah he was and he doesn't give an asshole he doesn't give bond any gadgets they just first off rip make fun of his beretta really made fun of the the beretta that was that was odd beretta shamed him and then gave him his walther which is famously a bond gun that's what he uses for the rest of the Uh series is his walther that i mean as far as a whole lifespan of bond goes that was pretty neat that okay this is how he got his uh powers you know his this, powers. This i guess yeah but yeah. if yeah. you're looking at it from like a not like a non-gun user they don't really talk about the caliber so if you're just looking at the size of the gun it's a smaller gun it's a smaller it's gun. already a small beretta and then it gets a smaller gun i think it's like it's and like M- it's like a brick through a plate glass window i'm like i don't think it is <laughs> yeah m talks about it like it's a fucking bazooka like we gotta get you a better gun yeah and talks about the beretta like it's a piece of shit and then he also references that james had just spent six months in the hospital after getting shot yeah which is interesting yeah uh, I, yeah you know i, I guess uh James can get shot. He spends the next fifty years not, but you know. Well, he does. He gets shot in Thunderball. Gets shot about in Thunderball. Five years, right. About five years later, in the leg. Yeah. Right. And then how could I forget? And then not till Daniel Craig because he gets shot again. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, uh, you can't shoot. Um, I thought. I, oh, I. Again, I might be getting all these facts wrong, but I don't feel like I am. <laughs> but, but. I want to say that me and, well, your brother one time looked up the Beretta Company. I want to say it's been around for an an obscene amount of time. Like, they've been around for like 300 years. Something insane. Well, they're like cannons? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think they made arrows originally, which... Feels like anybody can make a fucking arrow, but I guess they marketed it, right? (laughs) So if I was Beretta and I saw this movie, I'd be like... I'm going to fucking destroy you. How dare you say that about our our guns? You fucking assholes. Uh, okay, so Bond gets his orders that he's about to fly out. He's got three hours to get ready before he leaves to Jamaica. He goes back to his hotel room or his house. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Apartment, hotel room. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure that out either. I don't know. It was I nice. He just was, was staying at the casino he was playing at for whatever reason big ass room then um so he goes in there and and this is what i appreciate about this movie it's the little subtle thing spy things that he does he thinks he hears somebody so he turns the lights off takes off his shoes yeah so he's not clip clopping around making noise i'm like Mm -hmm. that's a smart fucking thing to do that was not bad yeah that's pretty spy like so he goes into his room, 
pulls his gun out, and there's Sylvia Trench in just a men's t uh, men's dress shirt, mm -hmm. playing golf or putt putting. Put, put putting, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, looking like a like a whole snack, and then she walks <laughs> snack. up. Snack. Snack. <laughs> walks up to Bond. Bond's like, oh, right place, wrong it's... time, because he's in a hurry. But does that stop him? No, he makes time. They, I'm assuming they have sex. They make whoopee. They make whoopee. 100%. Whoopee. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just glad that uh, Connery didn't, you know, throw her or something. I was like, oh, shit, this is not going to be fun. Hit her with that golf club. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he they uses have her sex. As a tea. I've she got to go. <laughs> Did you not listen to me, woman? I have three hours. Go lay on the other side of the room with your mouth open. <laughs> with your legs spread, I'll put put it into your vagina. Okay, so you took it a different way. Well, no. why wouldn't I? That's that's typical. <laughs> I'm Don't kidding. You I'm know? kidding. And just to break real quick, because this is a fucking mind blower. Uh, Beretta was founded in 1526. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Good so for them. crazy. Oh my god. They what, made what were guns back then? They don't. They certainly. The product were... was arquebus barrels. Couldn't tell you. Okay. Tell you. Okay. No. Holy right. fuck. That, okay. That's like, what is that? Black plague? <laughs> that's, that's insanity. That's early. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. Okay. So from there we go. Uh, we're taken to Jamaica. Bond arrives at the airport. Uh, gets off his flight, walks in the airport. There's some cat watching him. I was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's fucking Felix Leiter. Yeah. Obviously. I'm so glad you caught that. <laughs> right? I was like, that's clearly Felix Leiter. Well, you, oh, that's because you M were, mentions it. Yeah, I was yeah, going right. yeah. <laughs> to say, you weren't paying attention, but he'd already been brought up. I, I do now remember yeah. that M mentioned Felix. Um, so <laughs> the guy's watching Bond. We don't know who it is. And, and Bond just kind of swags up, walking through this airport like he owns it, which I love. I love the Bond presence. Mm -hmm. um, then a taxi driver approaches. It's like, hey, I was sent for you. Bond immediately is like, I don't fucking believe you. I'm trying to mm -hmm. keep a low profile. So he goes and makes a phone call to the government house, which is where he's staying, or I guess, and, and they, uh, we get to watch Sean Connery walk all the way to a car, all the way back inside, yep. make a full-ass <laughs> phone call, and then <laughs> it only takes a good 10 minutes out of the movie. And he's it's like, fine. Oh. And they confirm, no, we didn't send a car for you. And he's like, oh, I thought so. But <laughs> that's, like, it's good camera work. I like the shot. Oh, yeah. he's, he's in the booth, and then you also see the car in the, in the back. It's a pretty cool shot. Yeah, oh, that's great guy. camera work. I give it that. Yeah. And then he makes like a smug ass face. You're like, ah, this is a confident piece of shit right here. Uh, <laughs> so then he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to let this guy drive me, even though I know he's a bad guy. Uh, let's figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So he gets in the car with him. He's just like, ah, just drive me around. Was I the only one a little taken back, though, by Felix's sunglasses in the scene? <laughs> you mean his Madonna sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> They really are prominent later when he. Uh, oh, yeah, they right. are. That was, when they come in later, I was like, they look like the fucking heart sunglasses at one point. They were so big. I was like, this is I was Elizabeth like, Taylor. 
<laughs> over here spying on people. I was like, oh, someone needed some sunglasses last minute. There was a stagehand who had some, and she handed them to it. <laughs> yes, yeah. it were she's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to a car, and this caught me so off guard. So Bond is in the back seat being driven by who we already suspect is a bad guy. I wonder if we're going to be shocked by the same thing, but go ahead. It's not back projection. That blew my mind. They're actually <laughs> driving in this car, mm-hmm. which blows my mind what happens later with some of the worst back projection <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. I, here's, I'm not going to lie to you. When this happened, I was like, oh, maybe, you know what? Maybe this is going to be better than I thought because I imagined – yeah. From the clips I've ever seen in this movie, I just imagine it's going to be back projection driving. And I was like, oh, thank God it's not going to be that. No, this was... Well, no. It becomes that. This was that. Legit. <laughs> this, was, this was great. I was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that car is being followed by, we find out later, is Felix Leiter mm-hmm. and Coral. So we just think there's some random guy following James. And then James is like, all right, driver, lose these motherfuckers. So they start driving, hauling ass. They get away, lose the car, and then James calls out the driver. He knows he's on to his games. Like, gotcha, dumbass. And then they get into a little fisticuffs. James just beats his ass. Yeah, very uh, easily. Yeah. And, and this is another thing I really like about this performance. I don't. It looks like Connery's doing it, and he is super like explosive athletic he's making like mm-hmm. like compared to roger yeah he looks like a super <laughs> yeah. athlete he does bodybuilder though i mean yeah in the in the 50s yeah um, i was gonna say which leads me to the question is this like what heavy weight bodybuilders look like no before arnold oh okay no, no he <laughs> slimmed all the way down yeah come on i was i mean Look, I know Arnold changed the game when he came out looking like a fucking monster out of a magazine. There were but... monsters before Arnold, like Sergio Leone. and No, not, not Sergio Leone. That's the, say... that's the spaghetti. Yeah, uh, he did like, bodybuilding. There's some <laughs> guy's <laughs> name that's <laughs> similar to that. Anyway, so I think his name was actually Sergio Olivia. But anyways, big mm. dude. Uh, but yeah, Connery, athletic, really does some explosive movements, beats this guy's ass starts to go question him but then the guy's like hey i need a cigarette and he does this real dramatic biting of the cigarette and then bam he's dead there was cyanide stashed in his cigarette so Which we know hate, this guy you hate to see guy. it you hate mm-hmm. to see it but what can you do what can you do i'm not gonna lie it took me a minute to realize Oh, these are his cigarettes with cyanide in it. Okay. Yes. Because I couldn't he figure out take why him he out would... Of, out of his own jacket. Yeah. Well, because I was trying to figure out why he would bite the cigarette. And then I was like, oh, he knew. He's, he's killing himself. Listen, I recently had COVID. I'm just catching up. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Are, are they implying that the whole pack of cigarettes all had cyanide capsules in each cigarette? I think there's probably... He just grabbed the, the correct one. Well, just because Bond then goes to smell the packet of cigarettes after the fact, what is he smelling? Would he still smell the trace <laughs> elements of cyanide that aren't in any of those cigarettes? That's a great question. The, the cyanide, cyanide even has a smell? smell. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, maybe it does. 
he's he's apparently very good at smelling poisons because it's not the first time he does it. What the Jonestown people have? Kool Aid. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, you know what I appreciate about this scene? What's that? After James is you know beating this guy's ass, you can see James's knuckles, and they're kind of beat up. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Like they would be if he had been molly whopping. Something. It's weird that that kind of attention to detail does not carry on ever again. No. <laughs> yeah. Until like Craig, where Craig gets beat to shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, and, and you I see like it. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, so, guy is dead. James drives to the hotel with the dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> in his fucking back seat. Weekend at Bernie style. Just... Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, gets out. Which is very nice of him. He could have just left him in that bush, but no, he brought no, him with he him. he brings him, but then dumps him off to the valet. Um, there's yep. a good line here. I don't know if it's one of y'all's or not, but... It's not mine. It's not mine. Anyone's? Anyone's? Okay, so he tells the valet, uh, don't let him get away. It's not bad. It's just, not bad. He's dead. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's just playing it cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. That's that's a very Bond thing. And it's probably something they had to work at here in the first movie. Like, how do we get away with saying these kind of nonchalant... Cold one-liners about dead people. Cold one-liners, yeah. It would have been probably good if we would have kept track of this when they first show up. Is it at Goldfinger that we've first start seeing these one-liner um i just i just mean, said one <laughs> they're in the i movies. know i'm sorry i meant where they start becoming more prevalent ho- more, I mean. more sticky yeah. probably gold and gold that player. too yeah yeah uh so i didn't you know you didn't have to yell at me that's all I'm saying. well andrew pay attention to things <laughs> you're already not paying Jesus. attention to bernard lee you don't know even know what this movie is <laughs> what's the name of it doctor Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wish you really wish you was a professor. Yes. <laughs> professor. Yes. Well, you know what? We can get it clean and it make make me seem like a hero in editing. Oh. <laughs> um. So James goes into this place, talks to uh this government guy. I can't remember. I wrote it down later, but yeah, I don't know his name either. Um, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just. Uh, if it makes everybody feel better, he doesn't play a huge part in this movie. So no, it comes well, back no. later for one role, for one more bit part, and then we move on. Mm-hmm. Some sort of British government proxy down here in Jamaica. Uh, so Bond talks to him. Uh, he was one of the guys I was hanging out with Strangways at the beginning. So Bond tries to get some information from him about um, who Strangway was hanging out with and what was he doing. So that gives Bond some information. And then from there, he goes out to try to hunt down, you know, what happened with Strangway. So they go to Strangway's house yeah. with uh, this little commissioner guy in <laughs> shorts. Uh, they go look around Strangway's house, and this motherfucker in these shorts goes, oh, look, there's her blood patch. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? 
There's her blood patch. Hey guys, come here. Here's Check her blood it out. patch. Oh look, like he was seeing a faint, like a fucking it cartoon character ask, or like... something. <laughs> oh look. Yeah, it made me wonder. Has nobody investigated the house yet? Is my first thought. I was like, her blood is... patch is still here. <laughs> no, they definitely have because he. Then he says, "Oh yeah, he tells Bond her blood type." Right, I do. Yeah, like yeah, you've done your investigation. By the way, this guy is wearing the most British colonizer fucking outfit on right. the earth. But <laughs> uh, I, my favorite thing in this scene is it kind of made me nostalgic for another time. Uh, he's like, hmm, does he have an interest in geology? There was a time when you could just have an interest in shit like that. I mean, you could still have an interest in things like that, Andrew. Yeah, but we got things to do. Yeah, they're um, called minerals, Andrew. Andrew, if what? you want to get into geology, guys, I've, just do it. It's been a long time, but I have something to tell you. I'm a secret geologist. That'd be awesome. I went back and got my degree <laughs> in geology. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it. It's weird. Doctor Andrew, secret geologist. Yeah. <laughs> secret I, listen, I spent a lot of time. Uh, yeah, so you know, there was a time when people could. Uh, have a hobby in geology or fucking uh, butterflies like M does, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I just, or I, have a collection I made, of Barry Manilow records. I made a Hank Schrader reference from Breaking Bad, and I want the audience to know that that's what I was doing. Obviously, you guys All missed right. it. You know what? Let's get it clean. Let's get it clean real quick, Corey. They're called Go with your reference. Andrew. Sorry, I'm waiting for the audience to stop laughing. They're loving it. It's not a and joke. There we go. It's not a joke. Um, you better they not just... talk about my granddaughter. <laughs> not um, technically yeah. a reference, but pretty much. That's a big reference. I mean, it is. He, I don't know if he says that specifically, though. Look, don't talk about it. Talk so about from, my granddaughter. So if from you come near <laughs> my granddaughter. Uh, so from there, Bond is snooping around. He finds. Um, a receipt for geology services rendered to Professor Dent, which is one of the gentlemen that was playing bridge with Strangways earlier. At the uh, all-white club, yeah. At the all-white club. So uh, he I that. did not put that together, so thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> well, it looks like we all missed a little something, yeah. huh? Yes. <laughs> all right. uh, uh, there's also... just three white faces just blended into the movie. <laughs> the... Just absolutely... That's fair. That's fair. Grainy white, white men. faces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from there, uh, or sorry, at the same time, Bond finds a picture of Strangways with a fisherman, Corals. Um, so he's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Um, so that's another lead he has. So he goes back to the hotel. Well, I'll say um, this: this yes. is our first introduction to our, we'll say, our not so Asian casting because <laughs> professor kent's secretary is like a, a a french white woman but they they yeah. what they like to do with the women is give them kind of an updo black black hair wig and then give mm-hmm. them a lot of wings on their eyes with a lot of makeup to make them appear as if they're asian women and this was the first one that I was like, wait a second, <laughs> was she she just dressing like that? Or are they trying to make me think she's Asian? And then when we get Miss Tarot, 
was like, okay, oh no. Corey, I, I probably should have stopped you before you went down this path. This actress's name is Julie Chin, and she's a famous Japanese actress from the 50s and 60s. Not the... Also, no. I'm kidding. I'm so, sorry. No. I was like, I will not have you do this to me. That's not but true I at all. D- I do think that's a few scenes from now, honestly. I thought you were talking about we're going, when you go to see Professor Kent. No. No, it's, no. Uh, Professor Dent, also. Uh, yeah. Dent. But... Yeah. Listen, we'll no, he get... does. I think he has a actual Asian assistant in this. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that point. Wait, no, who cares? I, I thought. Wait, let me just find out where we are. Didn't you just say we were, we went no, to go no, see where it's where it's Strangways, and then we he finds the receipt for Professor Dent's services. I thought you were already. Strangways. I thought you were already at no, the point no, no, where no, we've no. seen him. No, 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 no. So that's how he knows to go see Professor Dent later. Okay, I thought you were saying so, we're already visiting Dent. No, but from from after Strangways, we go back to James's hotel room. This is where he does some more little subtle spy shit that we don't see a lot of in the rest of the series. And he kind of sets his room up, so he puts a a, a hair over the the threshold of his cab his his closet door. So if mm-hmm. someone opens it, the hair would fall. He also throws talcum powder on his briefcase, so. He, thumbprints would show up if someone tried to open it little things like that i just want everybody to know when he started throwing that shit on that suitcase i could not figure out what the fuck he was doing <laughs> you thought it was gonna be like a, a suitcase gadget or something 40 i i didn't even think that i was just like is he trying to jam the lock i don't know i <laughs> didn't look into it anymore so <laughs> i'm I so s- glad you know what happened i will say the payoff of all those spy Spiness was pretty pretty minimal. No, yeah, <laughs> terrible, absolutely. <laughs> but I like to see out. that. Okay, he's trained. He knows I, how to counter espionage here. Um, yes, he does. Now, maybe this is me. He did lick the hair and put it on the door. Once it dries, though, isn't it just gonna fall off anyway? I don't know. Uh, maybe as huh. married to a woman, there's been hairs on the shower wall. <laughs> For I don't know, twelve years. <laughs> Same hairs. <laughs> Same hairs. All right. Uh, well, and you refi- there you go. They then. hang out. They stay. And like you've told her many a times, if she doesn't clean it up, you're gonna break her fucking right. arm. Yeah, yeah. I'll break. I will stick your finger into the drain, push you, and hopefully your finger fucking falls off. Don't talk about my granddaughter. <laughs> What's in the drain? A fucking saw. A blender. Corey, have you never momentum. Or you never grew up with sisters. Um, uh, for some reason, if you share a bathroom with a sister or a wife, somehow they create absolute fucking monsters in your dreams. Oh, that's not yeah. that's not what I was referring. Whatever, it doesn't let's, matter. Let's move on. Different kind of monster. All right, I'm gonna uh, make this an edit point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Good yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, from there, they bond and the the kind of the secretary general of the government house, they set up a meeting with the, the, the crew that was playing bridge. Mm-hmm. James briefly talks to him. We meet professor Dent there. Um, and then that's just a really brief scene kind of in passing where they kind of interact. Yeah. Um, and then he learns a little bit more about the gentleman in the picture that was fishing with Strangways. His name is Quarrel. Corals, and mm-hmm. then 
Bond goes down to the harbor to meet with Quarles. Now, we've met Quarrel Jr. Mm. in Live and Let Die. Um, yeah. Who was a big part of that movie, mm-hmm. big helper of Bond. Now, Live and Let Die, the book, as you guys know, I read the book recently. That Yeah, book, we remember. Yeah. <laughs> that book came out before the release of Dr. No, the novel. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, Coral dies in this movie. Yeah. So, what they did was just, knowing that Coral was in Live and Let Die, they just threw a junior <laughs> on the back of it. Yeah. Or, it works. <laughs> it works. Got me. It's fine. <laughs> Their father's son. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, um, but the little that was just a little backstory. But then Bond goes down the harbor, talks with Coral, mentions Strangway. Coral's kind of shady about it, kind of dismissive, doesn't want to engage with Bond. Uh, so he kind of just walks away. Bond follows him to a little tiki bar, um, and we're like, "What the hell's going on here? Is Coral a bad guy?" Uh, and this is another one of those scenes where you have Sean Connery approach, approach Quarrel. They have a full conversation. We watch Quarrel walk all the way from the beach to the bar, long watch walk. Sean Connery follow him, and then they have another full conversation. This movie lets things happen. Let's it breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> they walk. Um, Quarrel's like, okay, let's go into this back room and chat here. So... Bond and Coral go into the back room. Coral pulls a knife on him. Bond gets jumped from behind by what was the name? Pussyfoot. I Puss, can't remember. Pussfeller. Pussfeller. Uh, so Pussfeller. Pussfeller grabs him around the knees, around the waist, <laughs> like he's about to bust up a shiver robe. Oh um, God. <laughs> That's a. Sorry. The most inside of inside jokes. Go ahead. No, it's not. It's from a very famous book and oh. movie. Ah. To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, Andrew. Go. To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, with, with Scout? Yeah. With, and Boo Radley. And one Boo, Boo Radley. Radley. Uh, so uh, they think they got Bond dead to rights and like, don't worry. Don't even struggle. Pussyfoot wrestles alligators. Uh, then Bond's like, I don't give a fuck. Snap kick, judo mm-hmm. throw, you're done. Pulls a gun on him. Beats their asses. Again, super explosive movements from Sean here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Bond's got him with his, his, his Walther. But all of a sudden, we hear a voice from behind. And In walks Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> with her big fucking sunglasses. It's sure. Felix Leiter. Uh and then we're, we're introduced to Felix. Felix says, hey, I'm CIA. Then Bond's like, oh, you're that guy. Mm-hmm. Let's team up. Then we find out Coral's been helping Felix, and then everything's all good. Jack Lord. Jack the- Lord of Hawaii Five-O fame. Yes. Uh, I kind of like Jack Lord as Felix. I know he doesn't really do much here, but he looks cool. He is not given yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. He looks like one of the motherfuckers on the grassy knoll. Yeah, one hundred percent. This is one of the guys that killed Kennedy. Yeah, that's absolutely. He's the the spookiest of the spook <laughs> in the CIA sense. Uh, and I don't want to jump 
too far ahead, but at the very end when he's on top of that boat and it's kind of a little bit of a distance from Felix, this motherfucker looks like Matt Getz. I think everybody needs to read <laughs> Oh. <laughs> everybody needs to review that. Um, oh, couldn't be a worse insult. I will say that Jack Lord, I might have heard of him for the first time from a movie that maybe just myself have seen. It's the Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, Danny DeVito movie, Screwed. And in that movie, Danny DeVito is head of the Jack Lord fan club. <laughs> <laughs> That's random. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I found out who Jack Lord was. All right. So after they have their little friendship meeting, mm-hmm. uh, we're immediately, we stay at that, that restaurant bar. It's nighttime. There's a party happening. It's like a night dance club they're playing this dumbass jump up song everyone's dancing did you notice this one cat oh you bet i fucking did who just looks straight up possessed (laughs) and they show him like a few times a bunch of times and he is given a performance for sure goes for it (laughs) yes i'm so glad you noticed that too okay Um. because he is He's going full shake face. <laughs> Eyes rolling back. Just, it's just really into it. Real Pentecostal look. <laughs> just nailing it. Uh, but from there, they're kind of sitting down and chatting. Uh, Bond, Coral, and and uh, Felix about what's going on around the island. What happened to Strangways. And they notice this, this girl, this attractive woman, who, who takes a picture. Who also took a picture of Bond at the airport. Uh, so he sends Coral to go snag her, bring her back down and question her. James rips out her fucking camera roll, destroys it. And then this shit, (laughs) she smashes her camera light bulb, stabs Coral in the (laughs) face. Coral doesn't react at all. She doesn't just just stab him. She rakes it across his face. Yeah. Yeah, he Coral he, would have needed thirty stitches. He touches his face; his hand is covered in blood. But he was like, "Oh, well." Well, the best part was that happened, and you're like, "Fuck!" And then Coral's like, "Fuck this bitch! You want me to break her arm?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this bitch. Uh, it was great. Also, Coral <laughs> is completely healed. In the next scene, you know, yeah, there's a no little close up on his face, and there's nothing. He's had glass drug across his face. Perfectly fine. He made no reaction. So uh, basically, so Bond questions her a little more, and he's like, "Obviously, this bitch is working for someone, but she's scared. She's terrified to give up information. Who could be scaring these people like this?" Um, so then, Bond hears about this place called Crab Key. Talks about it a little bit. Lighter says. Oh, we don't really know much about it other than the name of the owner. His name's Dr. No. Um, yeah. So that's how we were introduced to Crab Key and Dr. No. Coral says, hey, yeah, I took Strangways over there to get some rock samples. And then Bond's like, hmm, I'm getting interested in this Crab Key. Yeah. Um, and what's great is, is we know... The very next scene, we're going to get introduced to this mysterious Doctor No. And the very next scene is about he's got to be another fucking hour. <laughs> um, so Bond goes. We have a quick shot of him going back to the hotel. 
the three blind mice are there. They almost shoot him. That's the last time we see the three blind mice. Yeah, never, never come back. And well, because they have... are, they're like, it's implied that they're the professor's crew, right? So after they fail this time, it's like, we're gonna try something else. You're done. Yeah, yeah. fired. Um, fired. So from there, Bond, following up on his geology receipt clue from Strangway's house, goes to Professor Dent's office who we've met before. Uh, this is where we run into his secretary, who Corey was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. appearing of Asian descent somehow. Possibly. Not sure. This uh, one, this one's a toss-up. This, one, this, this one's one. a toss-up. <laughs> it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. So James talks to Professor Dent. He's like, hey, did Stringways give you some samples? And then Professor's like, oh, yeah, that was just normal everyday i'm in pyrite uh just regular shit and james is like well do you still have it and he's like no i threw it away so you're obvious we're like okay some shit's happening bond Mm -hmm. thinks these samples came from crab key wants to know what's going on uh and then from there we're at in professor dent's mind he starts to freak out. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got to go to Crab Key for whatever reason. So he hops on a little ferry. There's some pushback. He's breaking some protocol. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to go there right now, but he goes there anyways. And we should also point out, uh, we get to watch the professor leave his office, get in his car, his car. drive all, all the way to the beach, ass. get on a ferry, <laughs> go all the way to the island, get off a boat, right, right. walk all the way. Yeah, I'm really breezing through it, but... Uh, yeah. I'm, this is I'm, a... I'm probably running at about one, 1.75 speed here. Well, uh, I will say, though, of all of those things, when he's walking and it's so loud through, like, the conveyor belt thing into the building, and then all of a sudden you start to see a little Ken Adam pop out, mm-hmm. and oh, it's just yeah. dead silent. I was like, I'm, I like that. That's cool. This That's the best part of this whole sequence. Yeah. yeah. So he shows up to this island. There's obviously there's some big mining operation going on. So he walks through this facility. It's heavily guarded. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, this is probably the bad guy's place. And then we get into our first, obviously Ken Adam design. You have the singular chair, <laughs> which course. is a Ken Adam staple. This 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 cell area is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Professor Dent's sitting in there. And then we hear a disembodied voice. Sounds really cool. I love ah, yeah. Dr. No's voice. Mm-hmm. We, we ultimately find out that this is Dr. No talking to him. Sounds real intimidating, real just like, you fucked up. If you fuck up again, you're <laughs> dead. Figure it out. Now go grab my spider. Use um, this, bitch. <laughs> go grab my spider. Go grab my spider. <laughs> he, make, he talks to Professor Dent basically like, hey, you need to figure this out. If Bond shows up here, you're dead. So take care of it yourself. You failed me once. You need to kill him. Yeah. Now look, you could get a gun, go into his hotel room at night and shoot him in the head. But no, 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 I'd no, no, no. rather you I use don't the want spider. You to do that. Take the spider. <laughs> yeah. I've presented it here, even though it's a tarantula and completely harmless to humans, other than it's just painful bite. Uh, and I that's just not want here nor yeah, there. Yeah, a tarantula, the most non-poisonous spider. Uh, probably has a very terrible bite, like you said, but it won't kill anyone. It'll hurt. Hey, yeah. You know what though? Hey, if if you're if you're very scared of spiders, that's a heart attack. You could die. Yeah. I'd be oh, yeah. mortified, be my friends, if that was. Ha- I I don't know if I think oh, I might yeah. have a heart attack. 
Oh, no, I would be dead for sure if I woke uh, up and that was crawling on my arm. But um, <laughs> I just want to also point out, while all this is going on, we still don't see Dr. No. No, no, no. Still just, don't just see him. Just his voice. Just the voice. Just his voice. And so Professor Doom was like, hey, he was basically telling Dr. No, Bond is on to us. He's going to show up to Crab Key. He knows about the samples. Uh, and then Professor No was like, take care of it. Um, so from there, we are back to James's room. He uh, figures out that his room's kind of been fucked with. He sees his hair's gone, sees mm-hmm. that. The briefcase has been messed with. But doesn't really seem upset or worried. No. Not, <laughs> yeah, worried not worried at all. all. All he did was change the vodka bottle. Yeah. He was like, ah, that's probably poison. I'll take my, I'll open this. I love how he had a, a flagged vodka bottle. <laughs> it had a little yeah. red flag on it. That's the good one. Mm-hmm. This is the good one. Um, Just drinking Smirnoff, so, too. I was kind of bummed by that. Uh, well, in 1962, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't there's know. not a lot lot of uh, vodka manufactured in the U.S., right? Um, I think it's probably more than more than you would imagine. Gotta be. Things like Kettle they were, and and they Belvedere. Were not in the US. They've been out. They've been there for a while. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so we're in Bond's hotel room. We cut from there. A lot of abrupt cuts in this movie as well. Uh <laughs> yeah. it just fades. So Bond is in his bed. We see some some tussling up under the sheets. And a tarantula arises. It's the tarantula that Professor Dent took from Dr. No. And we get this overly fucking dramatic scene here. This is like... It's at least 10 minutes long. Like in Thunderball, where they tried to make that fucking traction table dramatic. Oh, yep. God, I forgot Not about that. Not as bad that. as that, but yep. like, I don't, it's a spider crawling on him. And like you could clearly see that the spider wasn't actually on Connery. Like whoever's arm that was, probably Bob Simmons. Mm-hmm. There's an arm <laughs> yeah, there. Bob, Bob whenever, take the fucking hat off. Whenever you saw James, you could clearly see that like there was some sort of divider. Like, there was, was a divider there. It was not on him. Mm-hmm. Although uh, I was, I was a little bit. I got the, I got the willies when not the willies. I got, I just got, I got the shivers when. You can see the spider is actually putting out web as it's walking. And I was like, that just got me. I was like, oh, whoa. that actually was from, happening. From its ass. Yeah. Now, I Corey, didn't see that. Uh, I did not see that. Corey, Blaine and I obviously know what the difference is between the wheelies and the shivers. But could you explain it to the audience? The wheelies just made it sound like I was turned on by it. And it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like the hard wheelies. Oh, I got them willies again. <laughs> Let's get me the uh, willies. Uh, well, erections aside, mm-hmm. uh, the spider's crawling on Bond. He's sweating. The music is so dramatic, and I hated it. Yeah, it was dumb. It was a dumb it scene. Was dumb. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. he knocks the spider off and then smashes it to the beat of the orchestra. Yeah. Um, and a very appropriate reaction, because it'd probably take quite a few slipper hits for that <laughs> Tarantula. He <laughs> slipper fucks the spider man, uh, but it was it was just wild. And then quick fade. We're done with this scene. <laughs> yep, we're Spider's done. Spider's dead. Uh, we're going back to the chief secretary's office. Vaughn uh, asks questions about Doctor No. Then the chief secretary's like, "Hey, 
secretary, subsecretary, <laughs> bring yeah. me the file on Dr. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't find it. Strangways had it, and now it's missing. Um, and, Corey, I believe this is the lady you're referring to who's uh, this, questionably Asian. This is this is our second, uh, and this is the main This is Miss The main Tara. one. This is Miss Tara. Miss Tara. And mm-hmm. she 100% is British. Yeah. And yeah. is wearing yeah. makeup to look Asian. Asian. Uh, before he leaves this room. Yeah, her name tells, is Zaina Marshall. And I'm looking yeah. at her picture, and she white. She, she white. <laughs> she white. Uh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but uh, Bond also gets a package here. We are informed. So he picks that up and then leaves the chief secretary's office, catches Miss Tarot uh, basically snooping. But Bond being cool about it, he's like, I don't care. I'm kind of on to you. Might as well get my dick wet whilst <laughs> investigating you. So he kind of lays some groundwork, flirts with her a little bit, says, hey, let's meet up later, something like that. And then we're right back at the docks with Coral and Felix. Bond opens his package. It's a Geiger counter to check for radiation. So he's scanning Coral's boat where Strangways had stashed the samples he took. Geiger counters going crazy. They were radioactive. Mm-hmm. He tells uh, Felix, and they're like, they kind of make a plan that, hey, we need to go to Crab Key to check this shit out. Something's uh, something's going on. But Coral's real scared about it, kind of hesitant. But Ooh. they make a plan to do it anyways. Yeah, little, I was just a little looking... sad foreshadowing there. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I was just looking at Xena uh, Marshall's... Uh... IMDb, and she has a picture from a movie she did called The Terranauts, and I hate to say this, but boy, she's got a real lazy eye in this movie. Um, it's kind of blew my mind. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I didn't looks, notice it. She looks like that. a prey animal. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Is that an antelope? Uh, all right. <laughs> Ain't no one sneaking up on that bitch. No, she's got him. Um, okay, so... From there, we are back at the hotel. Uh, James calls Miss Tara. and was like, hey, let's, we're going to set up our rendezvous. Uh, and she tells him to come to her house. And this is the lead up to the best action sequence I've ever Sneaky seen. bitch. So Bond gets in his car, starts driving to her house. And this is where we get the most egregious use of back projection. It's offensive. It's offensively bad. Seen. Yeah. It yeah. is offensive. Like the in between, they're driving the shit out of the cars, but every time it cuts to Bond, like just pretend driving in that giant fucking monster <laughs> truck of a car, just. I mean, it. It seems like they only film one aspect in real life. It's like them making that turn. That one and they turn, show and it. Yeah, and they show it twice. Come, <laughs> yep, and then coming out of the turn. same turn. Yep, yeah. uh, and then. They come across like a crane across the road, and the back projection of him driving it, underneath the crane, yeah, is uh, <laughs> it's bad. It's God pretty bad. It. It's pretty bad. You didn't really use bad. it. You did not use back projection earlier. It looks even in 1962, where they were people again, just like holy shit. It might as well have been a claymation car behind it. It, it technically was. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention Connery is doing some real steering wheel acting, which is my favorite. I love <laughs> some steering. 
But then they do the classic thing where the chasing car goes over the cliff, and For while it's ten in ten minutes, yeah, and while it's in the air, the cab Six explodes foot. inside the cab. No, nothing, yeah. nothing inside by the engine. Just inside the cab starts exploding. Listen, those cars in 1962 were highly flammable. They, the, um, the seats were made of pure dynamite. Yep. <laughs> if you hit one bump, they it just explode. But yeah, that car drove down that hill for. <laughs> It was probably a minute, or maybe no, it wasn't a minute. But I mean, it, it, felt, it felt too felt, long. It I felt know like that a long time. Yeah. Um, and then Bond delivers a good line uh, here. Well, yeah. Decent. Fine. Yeah, okay. I guess it's not your line then. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> he's getting a little. You know, we're 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 developing the Bond sensibility here. Yeah. With what he's saying. Uh, so he gets to Miss Tarot's house. Uh, he comes in real, uh, real hard dicked. <laughs> yeah, that's he the way to put it. He's like, all he right, does. I'm here. You invited me. You obviously want me to have sex with you, so let's start it right now. Yeah. You said uh, come to your apartment, and I'm coming <laughs> yeah, now. to your apartment. You don't know how many people I just had to kill to get here. But then and she, she is <laughs> She's not acting. Well, I won't say the actor is doing a bad job, but the character, it's just kind of like, oh, um, huh. (laughs) You're supposed to be dead, right? Uh, Corey, I think it's safe to say the acting is not great. Right. No, no, no. no. And she she gets a phone call, takes it in, like, the next room. It's obviously, like, Dr. No or someone being like, oh, we didn't get him. She's like, yeah, I know he's here. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, sorry, I got to go. Oh, wrong number. And this is where I thought Bond was about to just fucking it, yeah. waylay her ass. I think Corey he, caught it best when he said restraint by Sean Connery. Well, it's, <laughs> this is what I, this is maybe part of that, but there's another one he does later <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah. He had this towel just like I, ready to garage her ass. I knew he was going to come in there and strangle her to death. I, I was, was like, oh, God. sure he was about to. <laughs> I just knew it too. I was like, I don't want to see that. But then he let it go, and they just had like a tender moment. And then, not tender is probably not a great word, but uh, they fuck. He yeah, he mushes his. He's the worst kisser. Was this how everyone everyone kissed the sixties? Where you just yeah, you just scr- you just you just mush your face in yeah. and hold it still. We it didn't talk. Different. We didn't talk about it earlier, but when he's kissing Sylvia Trench, that is a disturbing kiss. Her eyes were wide open. He's just mushing her lips into his lips. Yeah. It's a, Listen, if disturbing. a tooth didn't crack back then, you weren't kissing. That's what I got. Maybe their tongues were just doing something crazy that we don't know, like a duck swimming. You're just like they weren't doing under that. the water. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know how much tonguing John does. I think he's. I think he's like, you'll get my lips, yeah. and then you do the rest. <laughs> but yeah, let's not. Let's not forget, this woman did not want to have sex with him. That should also be brought up. She was not into this. Well, they Didn't do. think she was going to have to do it. They do. Yeah. Uh, and then they wake up, and then she's like, and he's like, I want to go get some dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm calling a taxi, and we're going out. Yeah. And now I'm going to try to fuck you again, and then you're going to get in the taxi, and we're going to go out. Yeah, there was a lot of... <laughs> Let's take a break, talk for a good five minutes, fuck again, and then get the taxi comes. Yeah. So the taxi comes, and actually, well, he... well, I was gonna say before yeah. that though, 
they're laying in bed and she and he mentions he had car trouble uh something along those lines oh, and she yeah. goes and she goes oh well that oh. explains why and he's like huh and it like snatches up her collar and i was like oh okay hold on sean <laughs> just whoa, pull. whoa, whoa. <laughs> he does snatch that yeah. shit sean like this, he's about this is an actress not your wife calm down beat her ass but no they fuck again and then the taxi shows up and it's actually uh colonial shorts man yes he's back uh and they take her and then she hawks a loogie right in bond's yeah, face God. that was that was is so bad it's so gross he she, he could have been like well and she, again the she, restraint she on Connery. earlier <laughs> yeah oh he, he was like i will not be in that scene she will no one spits in my face yeah um <laughs> yeah so he was obviously owned to her they take her away and then bond just kind of when I was watching this, I was like, oh, Bond's just fucking chilling in her house. He sets up the record. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those scenes that really plays out and breathes that I didn't hate, actually. No. I kind of liked this one. I didn't yes. know what he was doing at first. I didn't I like, know what he was, he was doing. I was like, why are yeah. you? He's, he's smiling. a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he knew, he knew someone was probably going to come try to kill him. So he makes the bed up to look like there's someone in it. And then he gets his gun ready and then just chills in a seat. Plays solitaire. Plays solitaire. And sure enough, someone rolls up, door opens, and then pow, 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 someone shoots the bed. Mm-hmm. And in walks Professor Dent. And Bond's got him dead to rights. Like, I knew you were going to fucking come try to kill me, motherfucker. Uh, we should probably say he didn't use those exact no, words. No, he but yeah. did. <laughs> it was um, weird for you a You weren't paying attention again. So they talk uh, all the while Professor Dent's trying to get his gun back. Bond's just real nonchalant about it. Like, he's playing it real cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice then, how bad Dent's audio was in this scene? Yeah, it did not match up at all. I don't know. Well, he, he sounded like he was in another room talking to Bond. It was, it was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. So, but again, this, they did use the same woman to voice two different characters. Right. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> paid her uh, nothing, I'm sure. Oh no. Um. So, Dent ends up getting his gun back, points mm-hmm. it at James. James doesn't care at all. Says <laughs> he knows those bullets are out. This we gotta say. Yeah, you gotta. This save is one that. of my. I. This is when I knew I was like, I'm a Bond fan because I went. Fuck yeah! Like out loud, I said that it was a great one at this yeah. moment. It's it's, and it's it's my line for sure. It's yeah, it's it's mine as well. One of it's not mine. I have a um. backup. But anyways, James is like I don't give calls him out. Mm-hmm. His gun's not. It, it's empty. Bond shoots him. He falls down and then he shoots him again in the asshole. He sure does, right in the ass. <laughs> he gives him an asshole shot. Mm-hmm. I love an uh, asshole shot. Not since Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, kills him. Cold blood. Well, that's what happens when you send a geology professor right? to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get his rocks off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he kills him. I would have loved if they used that line. That would have been <laughs> that a great somehow, one. <laughs> somehow yeah. stuck in there. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. I love how he killed him. Um, now he knows a little more. Hey, I need to look into this shit further. Let's go to Crab Key. Let's get this taken care of. Bond goes to the docks, gets on the boat with Coral and Lighter. They go out. Uh, 
Coral stays. I mean, Lighter stays back while <laughs> yeah, Bond and Coral take another boat onto Crab Key and hang out there until morning. And what I can only describe as the darkest goddamn scene in any movie I've ever I witnessed. It's dark. <laughs> yeah, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. They're sneaking. It's, they the didn't direct, quite the, know how to light it. Yeah, the directors of Game of Thrones infamous. Uh, final season scene, Battle of Winterfell. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, whilst they're they're taking all these precautions to go onto the island at night, James decides to wear a baby blue fucking onesie. Hey, and got a Coral is wearing man. a bright ass red shirt and white <laughs> pants. Yeah, that's great choices, fellas. Yeah. Brilliant choices. You could argue that Bond is at least blue like water, but Coral, <laughs> he's, he's he's red out there. Yeah, he's, you know, Coral's not worried about it. I mean, it's weird that anyone would wear a full baby blue suit anyway, but <laughs> especially for your spy mission. It's Bond weird. It's interesting. about the baby blue suits. He wears one in Goldfinger, too. Even yeah. the robes in this movie are baby blue. It was like... We gotta love, we gotta love the baby blue. So they go into Crab Key, hide their boat. Morning comes. Bond hears a woman singing. It, goes over to creep at her. Sings to her in the most unbond moment of all time. Yeah, I, I wrote in my notes that this is the strangest moment, maybe a Bond movie. So I've seen. Connery <laughs> sings underneath the mango tree to get who this is Ursula Anders, mm-hmm. Honey Rider's character in the one of the most famous scenes of all time. Her coming out of the water in that iconic bikini shot. I really feel like the filmmaker stole this from the movie Die Another Day, though. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. They we still... all know that's <laughs> we all know that's Jinx's outfit. So right. I don't like that they just repurposed it for a fucking white lady. Anachronistic, uh... going into the future, stealing assholes. <laughs> Those monsters. Fucking I also love that uh, Connery doesn't just sing that song. He puts on the Jamaican accent too. Which underneath uh... the mango tree, <laughs> tree. <laughs> he goes for it. Not to mention, you know, if you're Honey Rider. I couldn't think of a creepier fucking way to yeah. like, <laughs> find the... out someone else was on this island. What the fuck? <laughs> so she's out there looking for seashells. And then I got to say, whoever scouted this look, this is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. This it was waterfall, a gorgeous beach. This was a waterfall right out into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful like, beach. Crab Key, sign me up. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Why would you ever put your fucking nuclear power plant there? <laughs> So she's out there looking for shells. They uh, talk, flirt a little bit. Talk way too long. I know that. Yeah. Uh, She talks about how expensive seashells are. Uh, I don't really care. Coral runs over and says, hey, there's a patrol boat coming. A patrol boat comes. They go hide. This patrol boat comes. (laughs) The just, worst ADR it's I've ever seen. It's this guy so comes up, is it's talking terrible. into a megaphone. <laughs> and then there's a shootout. And then they fire like 50 calibers at them. <laughs> yeah. A machine gun at them. But thank God there was sand to block those bullets. And you could hear the ricochet off the sand. <laughs> the metallic ricochet. Uh, and then the boat, no one comes up. Obviously they stay hidden. boat just drives away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, okay. Well, fuck you guys. Fuck you. We'll come back later. With uh, dogs. Obvious... Yeah, when they're yeah. like, we'll come back later. With 
dogs. <laughs> With oh, dogs. I was taken back to Bloodsport. There's a guy who's like, put up your dokes. And it's just as bad of ADR. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead yeah. and say no black man has ever sounded like that. No. no. In no. history. No. 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 It was terrible. Um, <laughs> by the way, Honey Ryder mentions that a seashell is $50 in Miami she can get for that. And for the life of me, I was like, that sounds like a lot of fucking money in 1962. For that's a not bad. Shell. She had like six of them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good day's work. Fuck it. I wouldn't go back to work the rest of the year. The stale crab <laughs> key. This looks great. Yeah. Um, um, then she, I wrote, I don't know if this means, oh. after they get up and run off, Honey's talks about insects is what I wrote down. Wait, what? <laughs> she talks about like a praying mantis eating its mate after they Oof. have sex and some honestly, other, I really other started to fade. Related stuff. As yeah, this famous whole, as she like, is, Oof. I started to fade so hard. Is this <laughs> when they're sitting down across from each other? Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. This is right before. Then before I don't that. remember this at all. So <laughs> good yeah, to know. All this shit is boring. So they start. Uh, going into the interior of the island to go hide from these patrols. Um, they're walking through like a river swamp area. Well, we forgot to mention this whole time they worried they're worried about a fucking dragon that's on this island. Oh yes, Coral can't is, forget this. Coral is fearful of a dragon, which and Honey thinks said, it's real too. She does. I don't know what's going on. Which I think says a lot about filmmaker the writer yeah that, that uh you know obviously silly women and minorities yeah believing in dragons good thing there's a white man on, we'll in this group this. the white man will make it better yeah well, I, I love that they're from the mainland and coral even sees ty- like tire tracks and he goes look it's the dragon like, <laughs> yeah oh, those are tire that... tracks <laughs> coral. Coral, 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 coral yeah please coral don't do this. Uh, yeah, so they're 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 walking through the water to try to throw off the dogs that are patrolling them. Patrol shows up. Another ten minute long. It's a long time. Scene. They cut off some reeds to breathe, use as snorkels, then hide under the water while these patrols go by. And then one comes by, and this is actually kind of creepy. Where Bond kind of like alligators through the water yeah. and then stabs the guy to death. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty nice. I didn't hate it. Yeah. That's pretty good. It was the most exciting thing that had happened in the last 30 minutes in this movie. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then and then this is where Bond and Honey chat. And Honey reveals that she thinks Dr. No killed her father, which is a completely fucking pointless side quest conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you would think, oh, Honey has some sort of vendetta with Dr. No. Maybe she will be the one to kill him at the end or confront him at the end. Nope. No, no. payoff. No, no Not payoff. at all. It's uh, almost as if they were like, look, we got to justify her existence at all. And then she goes into a real dark story about her being raped and then yeah. killing a guy with a black widow. My favorite line is this one. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't have the line. I was just like, Golly, but, you know, this was that was a dark fucking story. Yeah. All this, nut, that whole scene, cut it. Cut it. Yeah, easily. It. Don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we go into the swampy area where the dragon is, which is a.k.a. 
a a tractor with a flamethrower on it and like a teeth. sort of a tank mm-hmm. tractor a, yeah. a tankish kind that of thing they've painted teeth on um, rudimentary, so, rudimentary teeth at the, at best. And I gotta tell you, I this is where you really question Doctor No's uh, thought process because you know it'd probably be better to replace that flamethrower with a I don't know a machine gun. That might be a little more efficient. I don't but know what the fuck's going on there? Either. But this thing comes up. Bond and Coral start shooting it when the when when we get there. But when it happens, I was just like. What? Oh, you mean when it uh, melts Coral to yeah. death? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere? Well, again, keep in mind, they're shooting... By the way, they both have revolvers that hold six bullets, but they fire at least 105 bullets. But they shoot at this thing for ever. And it truly turns into the Austin Power steamroller scene where it's like, yeah. Coral, you have plenty of time to leave. <laughs> you it's have moving at the speed of smell. Yeah. And it... <laughs> Burns him to death. I understand. What was Coral's task again? Because Bond was shooting out the headlights, but he told Coral to shoot the guy. There was no. Oh, shoot tires. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What tires? Isn't it like a tank? It it looked like it was. Yeah, it looked like it was a track. A track. Yeah. Track pad or whatever that's called. Like a tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You can't shoot that. There's nothing nothing to shoot. (laughs) Which makes me feel like. He Bond sent him to do that. Bond <laughs> fucked him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bond fucked him over. All right, Coral, go ahead and get get killed. Yeah, you shoot the tires. <laughs> and then Bond and Honey are taken captive. They have a little bit of a dumb little, you know, not a good fight. No. Uh, they're captured and then taken to this base, and then they are immediately scrubbed. They, sh- yeah, they have like, a real silkwood shower. Yeah, yeah, they do some some readings on them. They obviously have some sort of levels of radiation on on their bodies, so they're scrubbed, sent through a conveyor belt shower, just like Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then once they're clean, they are taken into, like, I guess Dr. No's hotel lodgings. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, seriously. Uh, now, my question was, that radiation cleaning scene, that was $100,000? No, 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 no. Okay. The final scene. Okay. Where yeah. like the the actual pool, the radiation pool is. I'm back on board because yeah. I was about to be really mad that that cost no, hundred thousand no, 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 no. dollars. No. Uh, so, the, uh, Bond and Honey are taken to their room by other questionably Asian or full on. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> I think yeah. she was Asian. I do think she was. I have I faith just, in this one. Just can't trust anything in these movies. God no, especially with what we have coming up. But. Uh, I want to say it's about to be here. I will say, out of this whole movie, I think I might have liked this lady the best that introduced them to the room. She's just like, "Hey guys, this is, this this is what it is." <laughs> hey, look, I work for this terrible man, and this is just my he job. Okay, a beautiful room. Yeah, yeah, you can see. Oh man, yeah, look, yeah. he spared no expense making these gorgeous suites underneath this island. So They're beautiful, so cool looking. I was like, yeah, Kid this- Adam. Is the fucking man? I would pay so much money for like a Ken Adam house. Oh Holy. my god! It it shocks me. I was me thinking that, that. He didn't do that. Yeah. I, I like, mean, if um, you can I, let uh, what's his name, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Thank you. Yeah. If you let him make houses, Ken Adam should have made houses. Or at least design like interiors, like one hundred percent. Yeah, these hotel rooms look amazing. Obviously, uh, Bond and Honey come in. He pours some coffee. Honey immediately passes out. I, 
uh, yeah, this scene after it happened and ended, I I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Why totally was this pointless. here? Yeah, so, totally pointless. So they get they're, they're obviously been drugged through their coffee, so they both pass out, but then they just wake up in the same room. Somebody picks them up off the floor, puts them in the bed very comfortably, and Dr. No sneaks in, stares at James, leaves the room. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Like a gentle caress. And then and the next leave. day they wake up like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, why? Uh, they're, they wake up. They're given some real North Korea clothes. Yeah, they jump into that, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> uh, someone does Honey's hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Maybe Honey then, did it. We don't know for sure. Uh, I don't know. In this movie, you can't be sure. But yeah, they're they they go to dinner with Doctor No. They go to his little his little lair, which, which is, is stellar, fucking awesome. Yeah, that again, fireplace beautiful. is so awesome. And they have the the aquarium view, and I was like, these fish look oh, so yeah. stupid. How big they are! But then they explain it. Well, they try to make it make sense they try to make it make sense <laughs> yeah. but i appreciate that because i was like this looks terrible i was like hmm so you have a television screen and that's a huge it. television so that's also cool yeah. if you look at it like that um but yeah. they're pretending that it's a real aquarium which is the problem yeah well they're he's saying they're 200 feet below and that's just looking out into the ocean mm-hmm. that's what it looks um, like yeah but <laughs> that's how it comes out for sure. That's, yeah. yeah, looks yeah, these minnow are forty five feet long. Uh but and somehow there's light in the uh yeah, <laughs> reaching that far. So yeah. bright. Yeah. Uh and then in walks uh Doctor Not Asian. Not at all. So this cat's supposed to, uh, he's at least supposed to be half German, half Chinese. Yeah. It, which is the only way they could justify but the way he looks. But this cat's real name is Joseph Weissman. Mm, sure is. He's 100% white. They put makeup mm-hmm. on him. Uh, but they give him prosthetic I, eyelids, which is yeah. insane. Which comes back to play a few movies later. <laughs> so <laughs> Not, egregiously. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow... It was, I don't know. I don't know which one's worse. They're both really bad. Bond is worse because he was wearing a fucking kimono during it. And, and they this... gave him a different haircut, too. That was <laughs> yeah. Also yeah, that one's worse. That, one, that one is worse. And a kimono. Um, yeah. Uh, I just want to say this no joke when we f- now see for the first time Dr. No. I think there's like 20 minutes left of the movie. No joke. I said, I, pa- I was pausing it because I wanted to take a note of. The timestamp of when Doctor No actually arrives. When I paused it and it said fifteen minutes left in the movie, I said, "Shut the fuck up!" I was like, they're, "They got a lot of stuff to cram in." Wow. Uh, yeah. So he comes in. They're at the dinner table. Um, right here, as James is walking up to the dinner table, he does a double take on a painting. Yes, he does. I looked looked into this because I felt it was significant. Nice. This was a very famous painting that was stolen. In 1961, it's the Duke of Wellington by Francisco Goya. Okay, it was stolen from the like the the British National whatever Art Museum. Uh, so at the time, this would have been in the zeitgeist. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it was. They eventually figured out who found or who stole it. It wasn't a. a it wasn't Doctor. It wasn't a half mean? German, half <laughs> it Chinese. It wasn't a James Bond villain who stole it. Member of oh. Spectre. So but, do you think when this movie premiered, that happened and the audience were yeah. dying laughing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, there's, 
there had to be a, a reason why he stopped. So I looked that up. I'm glad you did that. Um, That's a good fun fact. Yeah, and then so they go up to the the table talk. Doctor No's got a, a pretty cool nonchalant presence. I like it, but also yeah. he's got metal hand, metal robot hands from his yeah. hands rotting away from radiation. And I and, just want to say, oh, was it radiation? Is that what happened? Yeah. It was radiation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did not catch that, so yeah. I'm glad you did. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. So good to know. Yeah. Uh, he said, he then, basically said he said very dangerous work, as you can see from my own affliction, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then Bond totally cucks him for it. He does. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like they're that big of a hindrance. I mean, he's... Uh, they become one. <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. At the very end, they're they are. S- they're slippery but powerful. <laughs> uh, you would think he could just grip something. But, you know, who am I? <laughs> who am I? Who am yeah. I? Oh, who am I? Uh, Jean Valjean. Uh, <laughs> so they have their back and forth. Bond's kind of ribbon at him um he tells his plan he basically just wants to disrupt nasa the mercury program which was the nasa's program to get to the moon um which didn't happen until seven years later than this Mm -hmm. uh so he just wanted to disrupt their rocket paths to basically prove a point to show specter's power yes he also makes it known that he works for specter Yes, he does. Uh, and the name is still funny. So. Special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Revenge is still the best. Revenge. It's revenge. Uh, <laughs> I do like the line Bond uses, though. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, so they talk, um, shoot the shit a little bit, but then Bond is... Honey's taken away, and then yeah. Bond's knocked out. Well, next time we you can't have female ears hearing all this no, complex no, no. get out of here yeah. you don't it'll your mind will explode <laughs> weak woman um so next time we see bond he's in a cell three seconds later he's escaped it because there's a big vent in the cell then he's crawling <laughs> through these tunnels with these weird laser sounds <laughs> yeah and the rushing whole time. water and hot pipes I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't have a clue. Uh, I was even more confused that Bond laid down when water came. I that mean, was it, a wild one. He I, didn't I, want I, to get washed away. I, I, I think he was pushing his hands and feet against the bottom ribbing of the pipe, and that was how he was like, yeah, staying staying down. Okay, I. You know what? It's a Bond movie. I'll go with it. I feel like he could have just stood up and let the water rush by him. But I don't, look, I don't, I don't know if that would have worked. I could trip him. It was it was coming pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he pops out, immediately chokes out a scientist in a radiation outfit, <laughs> dons that outfit, sneaks around, uh, comes into the big room, which is the one Ken Adams spent $100,000 on. Now, this looks like a $100,000 yeah. room. A big yeah. set, uh, well, Hollywood Studios. I don't know if it's, pr- it's practical, but I don't know if anyone would ever do this in a real nuclear site where... It's like each quadrant is labeled. <laughs> they have stations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably not. And then you have to have the guy read out the station <laughs> Verbally, status. Verbally, yeah. 
It probably also wouldn't have a knob that had a very clear indicator what danger level is. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So turned, I mean, Kid Adam, you turned you're great. It to danger. I, think, I think you made it easy for us to pallet. <laughs> yeah. Look, in 1962, this would have this would have blown my mind. So yeah. I get it. I fucking get it. Yeah. So you see, Doctor No over there. He's kind of orchestrating. He's preparing this laser beam. It's syncing up with the NASA Mercury launch. You see that on the, the, the cameras. And they're going to shoot their laser beam to throw the fucking rocket off. Um, and apparently the laser beam's powered by nuclear radiation. They have a pool where the nuclear reactor is being cooled so it doesn't overheat and destabilize. So Bond runs over there, fucks with the core so it overheats and you have like a explosion, a three-mile island situation, Chernobyl sort mm-hmm. of deal. Um, so he turns the buttons. Shit starts to go off. Dr. No runs over there to fight him and dies immediately. And as as mysteriously as he arrived, he goes he's away. Gone. Yeah. 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 He doesn't even get to, in. like, he's in a suit. You can't even see his face, really. Yeah. No. Bond throws him into the reactor pool, and his stupid little metal hands can't. <laughs> Can't grip the the thing to pull himself out. We're just moments before he broke a full fledged statue yeah. with them. <laughs> grip the fucking metal. Yeah. What just do you grip doing? it. Come on, Doctor No. But fuck he, he dies. He gets melted, I'm assuming. Um That's a good assumption, yeah. And then, I will I will say though, based on I did watch Chernobyl and based on I don't some of that stuff is very factual. Bond would be Either dead. dying yeah. or dead so soon. So soon. Yeah. So soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless, for whatever reason, they had really good containment on their radiation. No. No, but I don't see that. Or in a I couple of years, he happen. dies of, like, some cancer. That, or that, his, mm-hmm. or they had, like, top-notch suits. I don't know what their suits were made of. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, would have been... Final. Like he would have been dead. Uh, as would have every everyone in that room. Well, jokes on you, fuckers. He lives for another fifty years at least. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What at a least. constitution he's got. Yeah, twenty six more movies at mm-hmm. least. Uh, okay, so from there, the shit starts blowing up. Things are going haywire. Bond's like, I gotta find Honey. He runs around looking for. Her. She's uh, chained the- to a ramp into a pool. I guess he's trying to drown her slowly sure yeah you know, i mean that's all you can draw from that <laughs> but according to the behind the scenes the original plan was for her to be tied up and then a bunch of crabs were gonna crawl in her and eat her oh god <laughs> now is that they, water seawater or is that reactor water i but the intention was for it to slowly come in and drown her I'm, I'm saying, do you think that water is seawater, or do you think it's reactor water? Because if any of that touched He's her, asking, is it Chernobyl water? Also <laughs> dead. Melt her very quickly, Either yeah. way. She's dead been and melting dead. so soon. Listen, she never comes back or mentioned again, so I'm going to guess she melted. Yeah. Uh, but their plan was for her to be eaten by crabs. That's but when wild. they got the crabs, they were all, like, frozen and dead. Oh, shit. And it didn't work, so Ken Adam had to quickly redesign to make it to where she would slowly drown to death, which is awesome. Horrific. Yeah, I mean, if I know one uh, thing from House of the Dragon, they will eat you to pieces. Crab King. Yes. Okay. Crab Key. <gasps> hey, you know what? We, put we it didn't never see guys. any crabs the whole time. 
we did have actually like one this. one crawl oh, that's mm-hmm. right yeah one yeah. big ass crab it looked like he was terrified of it too crabs the tarantulas of the beach that's true lobster uh, the cockroaches of the sea that's what they call them mm-hmm. mm. delicious though so uh they run around he gets honey they uh jump into a boat honey steal steal a boat everything's <laughs> blowing up they drive out to sea run out of gas obviously they fuck morning come felix approaches morning come Lily. morning come <laughs> from the wood oh morning come morning come as you do uh this is the scene where felix looks like matt gates yeah. Yeah. So, so Matt Gates and his uh, sailors show up to rescue Bond. <laughs> they uh, throw him a rope. They tow him. Then Bond's like, eh, uh, "Screw all this work these people did to come out." And yeah. Say, I'm gonna let go of the rope so I can get some more, uh, some more honey. If I was Felix, I would have not ever invited Bond to my wedding. No. Thirty years from now. No. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, "Hey, man, can you like fucking not?" We're trying to help. Can you fuck another time? We're trying to work here, dude. Yeah. You did just do all the work, and I, I recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> but do you want to get back? Yeah. Because I'm not fucking brief, coming dude. back out here. You so much paperwork. Her. You're having sex with a radiation penis right now. <laughs> to one of the most beautiful fucking seashell hunters in the world. <laughs> you know how prolific of a seashell hunter she is? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, newsflash. No payoff with her dead dad. Not at all. No, no, not a bit. <laughs> not even a peep out of it. It wasn't even like Bond was like, I killed Dr. No, and she was like, oh, good. There was not even that. Revenge for my papa. <laughs> uh, nothing. So that's the end of the movie. Uh, they, they probably fuck again in the derelict, adrift, seafaring vessel. Just uh, until Honey Rider melts from all the radiation right, water. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. That is Dr. No. That is the end of our first James Bond movie. The start of a legacy that spans, what, 60 years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the source of the previous 26 episodes of this podcast. So true. we will take a quick break, come back, give out our awards, give out our scores, and then see where this bad boy ranks in our total Bond movie lineup, so we will be right back. Alright, welcome back. So we've finished our overview of Dr. No, so we're going to move right into our awards and our ranking. So as we do each week, we will start off with our award categories. We'll be giving out awards for best death, best line, and this made the final cut. So, let's start off with best death. Andrew, in the movie, Dr. No, what was the best death that you saw on screen? I got to give it to Quarrel. That was wild. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. To see one of your... There's been some pretty good... What would we call these these side characters? Bond that helping helpers. Uh, Bond helpers. I guess so. Bond helpers across the way. The Bond crew. And mm-hmm. the, there it is. Our our main Bond crew guys, and, and there's been a bunch along the way, and 
I would say only a handful of them have died. Yeah. Several with more impact than the others. Yeah. What's, what but, was what's his face from Octopussy? Didn't he get like sawed with like a yo-yo saw or something like that? Yeah. VJ. Yeah. DJ. What? That one's upsetting. Yeah, I, I didn't I, like that. I put that one up with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, he gets. And then what's his face from World Is Not Enough? Um, Russian guy. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Valentin Zakovsky. Della. Della. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Della. <laughs> oh Lord. We did that seven days ago, guys. Seven Sorry. days ago. <laughs> Sorry. She wasn't really a helper, though. Well, you know. Felix's wife. Wife. <laughs> I don't even know what word you're gonna say. <laughs> I almost said widow, but Felix actually makes it. She dies. He lives. And honestly, he took it very well. He did. Ready to go fishing. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. He gets melted. Terrible. Terrible. Corey, best death. I also wrote Coral, but I, since Andrew said it already, will give it a special shout out to Professor Dent. You know yeah, what? Yeah, it's a good one. That's, I really, I had Coral slash Professor Dent written down. The two, the two top mm-hmm. Dents. That's the mm-hmm. two, yeah, for sure, the best in the movies. Uh, so... That's pretty good. Yeah. Unanimous. All right. So moving on, we have our best line. I know, Corey, you mentioned, you know, we referenced what yours was earlier. And I believe it's mine as well. So once you go ahead and start, best line of the movie. So it's the line uh, that we discussed earlier where Bond is casually addressing Professor Dent after Dent tries to kill him. And when Dent goes to pick up his gun... Realizes he's out of bullets, and Bond already knows this, and he replies with, "It's a Smith and Wesson. You've had your six. and then plugs him, plugs, him. <laughs> plugs him, like yeah, that. and then plugs him again in the butthole. Yeah, he gives it's, him a butthole shot. It's a strong delivery. It's a cold line to say it before he before he kills someone. Yeah, especially because mm-hmm. like dense, essentially unarmed at that point. <laughs> yep. Not so it's, yeah, it's true. It's it's just, yeah. You tried to shoot me. You would have tried. You, you tried to kill me. So I'm just gonna go ahead and dispatch your ass and embarrass you right before you and embarrass you because he and even after you die. So Bond listened to how many times Dent fired the gun into the bed. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm safe. I know what kind of gun that is. Yep. I got the upper hand because I'm a motherfucker. I <laughs> loved that so much. I v- verbally expressed myself. Fuck yeah. I said, fuck yeah. I, I couldn't even help it. I was like, that mm-hmm. is it, son. That is so good. Yeah. Uh, it, that's right up there with one of my, if if during our golden gavels at the end of the season, if we do like a ultimate Bond moment category, oh, okay. that would be kind of up in my running for like top three that I might consider for that. Uh, I just loved it so much. But, yeah, that's my quote as well. Uh, so, Andrew, we'll kick it over to you. What is your best line? All right. So my best line comes from the scene I think we can all agree is useless, and that's when Honey Rider is telling us about how she murdered this man with a black widow spider. And then at the end of it, she looks at Bond and she goes, was that not a good thing? And 
Juan just looks back at her and goes, I, will, I wouldn't make it a habit. <laughs> that's right. That, that did make me laugh. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I like that That's one. pretty good. Um, okay. Well, then that takes us to our final award category. That is, as we always do, this made the final cut. What scene element of the movie are you just baffled actually made it to the cinema? Angela, let's start with you this time. Boy, this is a movie that is an hour and 49 minutes. And I think if you cut the extended scenes in this movie, we could probably get that down to 120. I, they spend way too much time letting these scenes breathe, and they don't need to. So I think the extended where we're just staring at blank space could be cut out. Or watching a professor get in a car, drive to a pier, get on a boat, then go to an island. Just just trimming the fat a little bit. Trim the fat, guys. Trim the fat. Okay. So that's just a general editing tidbit. Yeah, I couldn't pick out one because there were so many. That's fair. Corey, where are you at, man? I've got some general editing ones before my main one. Uh, So two, two that come to mind. First, the professor's audio. It was just so bad it was... It wasn't even ADR bad. It was beyond that. It's like they should have had ADR to fix it. Uh, and then it was the car chase scene. Not necessarily what you think, but just again from a technical perspective, they showed the same clip twice. And that always they, takes me out. Yeah, they did. Um, so, but my main, good. my main one is the, is the uh, ADR boat. Just the, all <laughs> the guys suit, the guys, this just terrible. All over the place, the worst ADR, the worst everything. Didn't like it. I I'm with you. That's fair. That's fair. I guess mine can kind of be looped into yours, Andrew, as far as trimming the fat. But mine was Ursula talking about her whole <laughs> anything. <dad> being, <laughs> yeah, her dad mm-hmm. being killed by Doctor No, uh, and that whole sequence really. Yeah, where they're having that conversation about her killing the guy with the Black Widow and being assaulted, because it had zero payoff, didn't advance their relationship at all. It did nothing. No. It nothing. just took up time. Took it, up time. It almost makes and, you wonder if they had filmed the whole sequence without giving her any backstory, and a writer was like, "We got to give her something," but they were a bad writer, and they wrote this. And that, I mean, it's just so shoe. Yeah, that makes 100% sense. Yes. I don't know. It just, it definitely was not needed. So, no. that's my, this made the final cut award. So, that wraps up our award segment. So, all we have left to do now is give out our scores for our seven distinct scoring categories, as we do each week. And then we will tally these scores and see where Dr. No ranks in our, so far... 26 movie countdown uh so let's get to it as we always do we'll start off with our bond factor how bond was mr bond in this movie and this was the first time that he appeared on screen so everything that follows is kind of based on this blueprint to an extent so Corey, let's start with you what'd you think of mr connery's performance what'd you think of bond in this movie if you just if i just took Everything Bond did, and again, some of these big moments really help him, like the like the baccarat scene, like this the gun scene we just talked about, 
And so much of it was just, you're right, the blueprint of Bond. And down to how he looked, down the way the suits looked on him, it was great. I would say just from that perspective, I, I think he's a terrific Bond uh, in this one. Bond Chandra, I'm giving him an 82. 82. Corey, I'm right there with you, man. I gave him an 80. Um, I don't – he obviously sharpens it, sharpens it up in, I, I think, probably Thunderball is Connery's best portrayal of Bond for me. Or no, Goldfinger is. Goldfinger, Sorry for sure. about that. Yeah. But, uh, but I think he might be better in Thunderball as well. Um, that this, this, the clay pigeon shooting immediately comes to mind in that one. I love that. That's probably comparable to the Professor Dent scene. Um, but Goldfinger is probably the epitome of Connery. But this one's pretty damn good, especially for his first outing. Uh, and he's not overtly sexually aggressive in this one, which is a, a pro. Always a plus. Which is yeah. a pro over his Goldfinger and subsequent performances, but. I think he does a great job here. Um, 80 for me. Okay. Andrew, where are you at? Well, um, I'm just a tiny bit different than oh, you guys. Oh, Lord. Um, again, I, there are times in this movie that I thought he was really cool. But there were also times when I thought he was really boring. But, I mean, I'm not terribly far off. I gave him a 70. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's 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 nice. I think that just about all of our bonds are boring sometimes, even the best of them. By the way, I gave him a seven, not a seventy. Did y'all hear that? Oh <laughs> shit! <Yeah. laughs> Ooh, that's gonna really affect uh, some things. <laughs> I think all that right. that was where I expected all of us to like, and then I think we're gonna be. It's all downhill from here. I think. <laughs> Well, I mean, equally downhill or differently downhill? I, I think differently downhill, and also, I also think downhill. equally downhill. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the apex of uh, the scores for this I, movie. I can agree. So we're going to move on to our action sequences. Uh, Andrew, let's start with you this time. What do you think of the action in this movie? Barely. Um, it was just... <laughs> Not, I mean, look, it's 1962. It's the first one of these movies. This movie only costs a million dollars to make. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get it. You can't do a lot. But if you're judging it on the entire spectrum of Bond movies, this is a 30 for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Had to give it a 30. Sorry. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Didn't hurt my feelings. No. <laughs> I gave it a 56. Okay. So, just to break down, we got... You got the assassinations at the beginning. Yeah. You got some car chases and the, the fight. Uh, another car chase, which was terrible. Pretty bad. Pretty bad car chase. Uh, the spider scene, which I didn't really like, but I guess. Uh, I don't know. That's like suspense. Scene, huh? That's it's suspense a ten, for me. It, it's a tension builder, so I had to, to, to loop it in there. Um, the professor scene, which I loved. Uh, it's. Action is a, it, it's a hard word for it, but it pays off. It has a good payoff for what it was. Um, then the, the kind of the beat shit, and then the final. Uh, so not 
not a lot of big set pieces here. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I I didn't hate what I, what what I was presented with. So fifty six. Yeah, I can't say I hated it. I but again, for me, it's like, all right, is there a standout where I can be like, oh shit, that was a good scene? Like, yeah, even I, in License to Kill, it's like, oh, the the semi truck scene is solid as oh, hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, there was nothing for me in this movie where I was just like, oh, that scene was kind of cool. I didn't have it. That's fair. There yeah. wasn't really the the hand to hand combat scenes weren't weren't great either. But I don't know. I just feel 50... I don't know why 56 just seems right to me. Corey, let's kick it to you, man. Um, I'm a little lower, but in the middle. I'm at 41. You guys have basically said everything. Uh, I, I, however, don't consider most of what you said, Blaine, as the action scenes. So I'm barely giving the car chases anything because the first one really was... They just kind of sped up. There was... Yeah. It wasn't much of a car chase. And then the That's second true. car chase is only going to detract. Uh, it won't add to it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You know what? I agree with that. Oh. And I've been swayed a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm going to go down to a 52. Not a huge difference. A difference, nonetheless. But a difference. And look, for once you mentioned that they just kind of sped up in the first one, <laughs> that's what that, that's... and took took a right turn. That's true. It's kind of all they did. <laughs> that's so... that's yeah. true. I gave and, it more credit because and, I was I was giving more credit to the the lack of back projection. Yeah, yeah. In that that one. Uh, but okay. And for our audience members, uh, we play by checkers rules. So as long as we still have our <laughs> finger on the thing. We can change it. Yep. Now we can't go back. Once we leave the section, we can't go Until back. Until later when we say we can. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's <laughs> a whole different show. In a later yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for right now, checkers rules. Just Keep our finger on it. But don't take anything we say as law because we can change whatever we want. <laughs> this yeah. is our show, God damn it! <laughs> Stop yelling at us. Okay, so next one is an interesting one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would uh, say. <laughs> and this is our gadget score. Um, so we have uh, a major boothroid, a Q, <laughs> we that sure appears, do. But I- I'm gonna kick this one off because I think y'all scores might be lower than mine. Is yours double digits? It is. All right. <laughs> but I'll tell you why. So <laughs> what, what I've counted, what I've counted as the gadget, because he made a show of it, is the Walther. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's the and and the silencer. And the Geiger counter. The silencer. Okay. I didn't right. count the silencer as an additional gadget, but he presented those, the Walther and the, the silencer together. Okay. Um, so the Geiger counter and the Walther. He uses the Geiger, discover the radiation, but I gave it a 13. That's <laughs> a stretch for me because the Geiger counter <laughs> is not like a special gadget. Those are things people use all the time when they work in radiation. So I mean, I don't know what they looked like in 1962. Maybe that was a maybe a cool gadgety size of one. Could have been from Boothroyd be. Branch. We're not sure, I guess. Uh, By the way, but, we really didn't talk about it. How pissed was this actor? Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> well, think about it. Desmond Llewellyn got to do this for the next 40 years. I bet he was like, Fuck my life. 
that could have been me. Should, should have owned the camera more, bud. Sorry. Exactly. Chew that scenery. Okay, didn't mean to interrupt you, Corey. What you got? I'm giving it a 007. Wow. I'm guessing that's a seven. I don't want it. I don't think you have to guess. It's true. <laughs> it's just a no. seven. <laughs> uh, what what counted for your seven? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't. I'll give it to a little bit of Geiger. I guess. Um, oh, I. You know me. I don't like giving something a zero, if if they don't deserve it. It's not like they intentionally didn't put a gadget in here. So yeah. the 007 is kind of just an honorary. You get a seven for the for the movie. That's an honorary gift. There you go. Corey's giving out gifts today. Um, I'll also give out a gift. Uh, my uh, nine is before the uh, Walther, and that's about as good as I can do. Yeah. And I I typically don't count their sidearm, but because it was presented by Boothroyd in this scenario, I guess. I did. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why. If it was just the Geiger. It'd have been like a four for me. Yeah, no one's judging you, man. But that's so. Those are not great scores. No, no, <laughs> these are pretty bad. Thirteen, seven, and nine. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna be very detrimental to the overall ranking of Doctor No. Oh, you never know. This might. You send never it up. know. This next one might really send it up the charts. Okay. You, know, you never, Doctor No. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think we're gonna have some disagreement here, Angie. By based on the attitude of that statement you just made. So we're going we to shall our see. song slash title sequence. So Corey, let's start with you. All right. So this is going to be controversial because this is the bond theme. This is our, this is our bomb, this is our bond theme and it, and it slaps. It's a great, we've heard it 25, 26 movies in now. Well, 25, um, Actually, 24. Shoot. Got to take out those non-cannons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sick of it yet. I still I still kind of like it a lot. However, it's not just the Bond theme. It also goes into this weird rumba kind of vibe track. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then right into a Three Blind Mice song. That then goes into the Three Blind Mice walking. Uh, and uh, those are two big detractors for me. They really kind of they really kind of suck the soul out of the Bond thing. I think the credits are pretty good. I think they're simple, and that's kind of all you need. Sometimes, sometimes they go overboard. So, if it was just the credits and the theme song, we I I would actually go to high score. But because of the rumba and the three blind mice, I'm knocking it down to a 61, and that's literally resting on the laurels of the theme song. Okay. Excellent. Cool. You know, Corey, I completely agree. Had it, I kind of dug the 60s graphics, the lights, the dots that bounced up around, the Dr. No that appeared. I actually really liked that with the theme. And had it been just those two, I'm talking like a 90-something, just because of how iconic and how much I love the Bond theme. Yeah. But that other shit, that other shit, dog, mm-hmm. it did not work. Who, and this guy who did the graphics here, also did the graphics for like all of them. 
Oh, Morris Bender? Yes, Maurice Bender. Oh, it's Maurice, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess he, he got the bad one out of like, I don't know. He's figuring out his shit. I don't know. There's a few later on down There's, the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of trampoline use, Maurice. We could uh, I don't on. know what was going on with that on, man with the golden gun. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gave it a 64. Okay. But again, that's the, the Bond theme's doing a lot of work there. Ooh. Andrew? 92 for me. Liar. <laughs> well, uh, no. Mine, I pretty much agree with all you guys. I just happened to score it a little lower. Uh, 50. Okay. I was, anticip- I was anticipating <laughs> okay. like a like a hot 18. I really no, was, too. No. <laughs> I was like, all of a sudden, Andrew just hates the Bond theme? Come on. <laughs> it's the Bond theme. Listen, when I, do, when I do my notes, I go ahead and put the scoring at the very top of my phone or my paper just yeah so i can do it as i go along my original score when i first started watching the movie and after this section was over it literally was a 17 and then i revisited it before we started well today before i came over and i was like it can go a little higher i mean it's the bonds theme yeah it's the first one and i don't hate the titles that's the other thing i don't until It and, transitions. Until yeah. it makes a very Disney-esque transition to yeah. three bond mice. Yeah. Okay. Like playing so, like the, the rumba beat. Cheek, cheek, boom. I was like, what the heck is going on? Why are we that doing this? <laughs> no. I'm not your fucking puppet. Oh, Corey. That's not it's what fine. you text all the time. <laughs> I do say that a lot. I'm a marionette. String me. All right. Dead air. Yes. Love it. You got to Dead laugh. air. <laughs> I laughed. I thought it was funny. Uh, yes, and uh, <laughs> our next category is plot slash characters. So, can he rebound from the gadget score? Andrew. Uh, no. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I found this plot to be bare bones minimum. and You had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. You did not. On, honest to God, if you would have been like, oh, he's launching nuclear bombs at the end of this movie, I would have been like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I saw it on the screen. Yeah, there was a, there was a missile about to be launched. But, yeah, I found this not interesting. Uh, the characters in this movie, I mean, is Ursula Andress anything but an iconic exiting the beach? I don't think so. She's not a great Bond girl. No, no. uh we don't even really get anything from Miss Trench, so I don't know no. what to say about her. Quarrel's fine. Felix, Jack Lord's fine, but nothing to write home about. So mine's uh, fairly low. I gave it a 40. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the big detractors I had for this one was the lack of solid henchmen. Yeah, very big lot. I guess we're relying on Dent as a henchman, but he was a geologist. He was just scared. Yeah. Uh, so this guy went through 12 years of school to be a doctor in geology, and he's a, having to assassinate yeah, he's people? he's a spider wrangler now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No henchman is tough for me. you got to have mm-hmm. some sort of some presence. But, uh, yeah, Ursula, not great. No. Not going to make my list. Iconic, beautiful, obviously, but nothing special. At all. We meet her with 20 minutes left in the movie, for yeah. God's sake. So yeah, I really. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate the plot as much, but I knew what was going on. 
There you go. So that helps my score. But I gave it a I, I gave it a forty seven still. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in the same ballpark here. I I, I don't the the plot's just kind of meh, and it doesn't. Yeah. It didn't excite me the plot and the characters. Coral is the only one I can say was kind of kind of good, but even Coral was a little bit lacking in terms of just how much I cared about him. I was more just Not stunned. Mention... At, I can't believe they crisped a man to death. Then I was upset mm-hmm. that Coral was the one who got crisped. And what I didn't like about Coral is he's written to stereotype, and that oh, yeah. is it's also a problem. That's uncomfortable. Bond made him like go fetch my shoes. Yeah, yeah, it's he, uncomfortable. He, he's a go for it, and it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. he kept calling him Captain. Might that was been like that was I weird. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like. You don't it. have to say. Like you don't it. have to say it. Yeah. Um, so I gave it a 41. Okay. All right. <laughs> Those are all, that's super fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next we move into villain. And I had a hard time with this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he's only in it for such a, a minimal amount of time. For the movie to be named after him, for God's sake. Yeah, but... <laughs> For everything that I look for in a Bond villain, it was there. Mm. You know, he had a quirk. He had fucking metal for hands. For sure, yeah. Uh, he had a good voice. He had a good presence. He had a good layer. His plan was dumb as fuck, though. Yeah, and his execution of the plan was a his little bit. His execution was terrible, and he got dispatched so easily. Yeah. So I'm like... What do I do with this guy? I had a hard time, but I gave him a 62. All right. Just because I loved his voice when he was threatening Professor Dent in that little holding cell and how he just kind of had that. Everyone was scared of him. I kind of I always appreciate the uh, the aura around the Bond villains. When they have the impact, but I, again, I felt I felt strange about this one. Okay, but there I go. Well, just keep your finger on that checker piece. Um. I'm sticking with that one. <laughs> but okay, there I go. <laughs> I'm sticking with that one. I'm, right. I I think that I think you nailed it because I know I bring him up a lot, but I think he's got the Lashif problem, where he's memorable. Uh, but his execution and his overall plan is kind of lackluster. And so I don't remember him for being a villain. I just remember him from being on screen, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his voice, when he's talking to, to the professor, that was great. If they could have what? found a way to really extend that and somehow show show more of that before they revealed him, his reveal would have been even better. But as it stands, he kind of just kind of got stuck in the middle, which is where I'm going to put him. Uh, so I gave him a 56. Very nice. I agree with that Lashif statement. And as we're going to get to in a later episode where we have the option to rescore a few of our, our prior movies, uh, and we'll explain those rules later, Lashif might be one of my bumps by the way just to give you guys a little teaser 
little tease. Excited. I'm excited. A little tease. Andrew, bring us home, man. Look, you know, you know I love you guys. I love doing the show with you. I think those scores are absolutely fucking nuts. Um, I gave this man a 30. Uh, he encapsulates my screen for 10 minutes at most. And he's just, he's just fine. I don't think he's an accelerated great villain. I, I think he is interesting, but for the amount of time you get him, for what he does on screen, it's just not doing it for me. You know, I honestly think he might be on screen longer than Blofeld is in You Only Live Twice. Um, impact. You may be right. You may be right. But the impact, you're right. Andrew's right. His impact and his plan was, it was you know things would have things would have gone to plan pretty he's, well. He's, mm-hmm. I'll have to look back at what I gave that Blofeld. So I am kind of interested. Yeah, but I don't think y'all uh, liked him as much as I liked him though. I can't remember. Uh-huh. I mean, I can always look. We'll, well look let's look it. later. Yeah. We'll look at it later. Okay, oh, so no need 30, to yell everybody. Okay? 30, 30 from you. <laughs> I, I'm not mad at that either. Because like yeah. I said, I had I had kind of some qualms with it, but I don't know for whatever reason. It's not that far from me. I mean, it's not that far off. Um, I think that's a good spread. So now we're taken to our last category, which is entertainment value, um, and that's just what it is. How entertaining <laughs> did we find this movie, guys? Uh, it just what it is. That's what it. We don't have to explain it. Mm-hmm. Entertainment value. As we talked about, this movie was kind of slow in places. Uh, I'll just go ahead and start it off. I, I gave it a 53. It was it did have a pretty boring uh, first half, and then the payoff at the end wasn't that great. But it was interesting, and I did enjoy seeing Connery do his thing here. Uh, and that the damn Professor Dent scene, for whatever reason, really scored me scored some points for me on this one. Uh, fifty three. Corey, um, I was just so in and out of of enjoying it. I think this is one of the only movies where I pulled my phone out and I was just like looking at some other shit because I was so bored. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no, never a good um, sign. So, I, and that's a bummer. I was still paying attention because I don't. I mean, we have to for this, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very in and out. And when something cool would happen, I'd be like, great, keep that going. And then the momentum's gone. Um, So I gave it a 48. Not bad at all. And I think another thing that helped this one, as far as entertainment value for me, was the length. Had this one trickled over two hours, I think it would have been... It would have been rough. It would have been real rough. (laughs) If this had been three hours, I would have said, guys, we probably don't need to do this one. But that time, that sh- how short it was, actually, it really helped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for knowing it could have been at least 20 minutes shorter. Minutes shorter. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right, Andrew, bring it home. Hey, right there with you guys. I actually gave it a 50. Okay. Again, wow. I, let me just state, I think this is a very well-made movie, but it is boring. Yeah. <laughs> it is not exciting. But if, at the end of the day, was it directed well? Absolutely. Was the sets amazing? 100%. Locations? But locations? Beautiful. Great. Uh, but I can't say I'm ex- I was excited about it, and I 
like I said at the beginning, I don't think I'll ever need to watch yeah, this again. I don't, I don't. You know, I I really wish we would have included that as a as a criteria. That would be a really would cool we watch question. it again. That'd be a really cool question to ask each time because rewatchability. I, I, rewatchability. I agree. I don't think I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. this again. Yeah, I get why you would. I mean, it it started it all, but for our purposes, where we're judging James Bond as a spectrum of films it's like eh, i don't think so yeah Mm-mm. if this was on i'd skip it or but there's a there's so many new bonds for me that i'd be like i might watch that again for sure put mm-hmm. that on i've already rewatched several of really the ones yeah for kind of for sh- figuring out what i'm gonna score got and it rescoring but uh also I'm- because i just kind of wanted to rewatch them I've rewatched. If they're free, Zero. I'll, I, you know, <laughs> that helps. This one was free, yeah. which was nice. This one wasn't bad. Where did you find? Where did you find it free? Tubi. Yeah, oh, I didn't Tubi. look on Tubi. Yeah, I've I've re I've rewatched Sky, uh, Casino Royale, and Moonraker so far. Ooh. And Moonraker, <laughs> <laughs> gotta say, minds have been changed. I, is Moonraker your new sleepaway camp? Yes, this season's that. sleepaway camp for me. Love it. Uh, it's always the I, first one for you. <laughs> I can't. Well, yep. yeah, I don't have my uh, my bearings yet. You yeah, know? Uh, I came out real hard, but you'll get you guys will see in that <laughs> too in hard later, in our Way later rescoring episode. We'll talk about it. But okay, guys, so we've wrapped up our scoring. Andrew, you have the scores in your secret system. Let us know <laughs> secret system. your secret spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Andrews SS. Scores. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not spread that rumor, please. <laughs> Andrews SS. I didn't know. Uh, that's terrible. Apologies. That, that's okay. Um, I just want everybody to know that I am a gay Jew, so please <laughs> do not read into this. <laughs> Okay, so let us know where this one came out, our percentages uh, all across the board, and then where it ranks amongst the rest of the, the bonds. You got it. So the lowest uh, average comes from me uh, yes. at 39.86. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was pretty low. <laughs> uh, the, second, the second lowest comes from Corey with an even 48. Okay. And then Blaine, you gave the highest, and this isn't saying much, with a 53 even. Okay. Which makes our overall score for Dr. No come out to 46.95. Ooh, nice. That's real bad. It's low, That's guys. That's not great. That's not great. That's a... Man, that might be in the 20s. That's bottom tier. Uh, Corey, you're not wrong. Dr. No is now ranked our 21st James Bond movie. Oh, it's just uh, in there. Dang. We... <laughs> We said it was better than Die Another Day, but yeah. not as good as For Your Eyes Only. Um, That's true. Yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. For Your Eyes Only is just bad in a different way. It is. But the thing is, I will probably watch For Your Eyes Only again. If only can, to yeah. see yeah. what the heck Quentin Tarantino is talking about. He loves it. He plays it at the New Beverly all the time. I don't know. It's what the is hockey he fight. going the on hockey about? Fight. I guess. You think he loves the hockey fight? No, yeah, well, the hockey go. fight. Yeah, well, that could uh, be. Or all the losing. I I have come around to Sheena Easton. I think I like that song. 
for your eyes only. I mean, I, I honestly, I love that song. It's just real weird the way they decided to put it in there. Yeah. I, I agree. I want to see your face, Sheena. <laughs> well, that's, um, if that's you want to, uh, just a quick breakdown, it only got, let's say, one point higher. Oh, less than a point. Like, point two zero higher than Die Another Day. Hmm. You know Would what? You thank, guys... good, thank goodness, because I, I, I think it's a better movie. I think it's a better made movie. Agreed. Would you rewatch Die Another Day? I have rewatched Die Another Day. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even the second. That wasn't even the second time I've seen it. No, I haven't. I'm saying I haven't rewatched it since we've scored it. But I mean, I have seen it a few times before we scored it. So yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> well, there. I mean, after this, I don't think so. I had a, I had a honestly, uh, honestly, a true hard time with that movie. I just found it so annoying. Well, our 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 twenty seven movie ranking is really coming into shape. I mean, we got one more, one more, and I am very interested to see. And I have not seen this one. Yeah, I've not seen about. this one. We're talking about die or no what? time to die. <laughs> we're watching die another day again. We're, we're giving it one more shot again. Yeah, next week is uh, no time to die, which the is Billy Eilish special, the most mm-hmm. recent Bond movie, the last of the Craigs, and the, the last movie of this countdown, and James Bond movie so far. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it'll be interesting. We're going from the first movie to the last. Right. Mm-hmm. Back to back. I imagine stuff. by the time these recordings come out, they probably will have picked the new James Bond officially. Yeah, and I was going to say, and you know, we could save this for another day, but why, why wait? Uh, I think whenever the new James Bond comes out, I think we got to do a quick snap judgment on it. Well, I think obviously. so, too. Yeah. And update the score and put it in there and see where it ranks. I agree. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Keep well, this thing running. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Uh, and before we end, can I just, uh, I did read that Aaron Taylor Johnson is being very seriously taken mm-hmm. for this. God, I can't talk this late at night. Um, he's being taken very seriously for James Bond. And I have had three moments in my life that shook me to the core. This was one. The first time was when I turned 28 and realized I can no longer be on the television show, the real world. Uh, by the way, the real world was way off air by the time I turned 28. <laughs> the next time was when they said Tom Holland is going to be Spider-Man because that was the first time Spider-Man was younger than me. If Aaron Taylor Johnson becomes James Bond, it'll be the first time in my fucking life that James Bond is younger than me, and that's going to blow my goddamn mind. So, that's in where I'm In a good way? I, I, I'm struggling to figure out oh, what, I'm sorry. No, how no, you Corey. feel about it. Oh, no. Deep depression under okay. my bed. Yeah. Under my yeah, bed. fetal position. Yeah. Uh, if Aaron Taylor Johnson becomes James Bond, James Bond will officially be older than me for the first time ever, and that will younger, younger, and that will. I want to be. I want to go terrible. back to the Tom Holland thing. Spider Man yeah. is supposed to be a teenager for no, a no, lot Corey. of the early parts of Spider Man lore. No, no, I I'm with you on that. I get all of that, <laughs> but for the first time when it came out. Well, yeah, when it came out, it was the first time in my life that there had been a Spider-Man that's 
the actor is younger than me, I should say. Mm-hmm. So that's where it shook me a little bit. So there's that. Hmm. Okay. And I wouldn't, you know, at 28, I wouldn't be able to get on The Real World, a show that I watched when I was a child. <laughs> but there we go. Sad. Yeah. 18 to 27 was the ages you had to be able to be on The Real World. Who knew? I didn't. They said it at the end of every show. That's the only reason I remember uh, it. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, now that guys. everybody knows my mental state, we'll... Uh... One more movie? Yeah. One more Bond movie to go, and then we will uh, explain how we plan to do, you know, our ultimate Golden Gavel Awards and kind of mm-hmm. our, our, our process for giving out some retcon scores. Yep. And... I don't know when we we're going to explain that process, but we'll do it after. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it there. for after next week's show. Yeah, and then um, we'll get down there and figure out the final raking of these movies. But and we got to hire a host for the Golden Gavels this year because Corey do. is part of the show, so can't be him. Can't be him. We'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. We sure. got someone in mind. We got someone in mind. We got someone in mind. Wonder it. But until next week. This has been Judgment. Judgment.